Welcome everyone to Shattered Kingdoms Ghosts of the Past, episode two. We have uh, Lawrence and Yulian joining us again. Uh, Lance was unable to make it because of the schedule and conflict, sadly. And Lauren, who was unable to make it last time, uh, Loctavian, uh, will be making it this time. They will be a little bit late. All right, so we are going. You've uh, set up camp. It's around noon, one o'clock-ish, roughly. And is there's anything you need to do before darkness falls, this would be the time to do it. I don't know, I guess I would just have a quick interaction and be like, all right, so uh, Lance, just go ahead and, you know, hold down the fort. Uh, if anything goes wrong, we'll need someone big and strong like you to come in and save us naturally, so. <laughs> Lance, Lance agrees with you. <laughs> I thought he might. Seems really agreeable today. He does. Yeah. Anything else before nightfall? Uh, I mean, I guess I would just kind of like scout the area, see if anybody ends up, you know, visibly coming in or out. Uh, just looking for signs like that. Any other in small information I could, I could pick up, really. So are you going to do a wide scout like around the area before nightfall and then do a closer one at nightfall? Yeah, yeah. In that case, make a perception check. Oh boy. First roll is a 14. Go ahead and make a knowledge nature check. Boy, I'm good at. No, I'm not. Just kidding. Uh, minus one. Let's go. Roll the dice. Hey, also 14. <laughs> so you notice that there, it's a little hilly around uh, the structure. Uh, there. There's only that one main structure, and then some outbuildings that are pretty ruined. Uh, there's statues throughout uh, the courtyard that you can sort of see, but there's that wall around the structure, so you can't really see everything inside the courtyard. You can only get a vantage point from the the entrance, which looked like it may have had a gate at one point, but it's just an open area or open area in the wall. Mm -hmm. uh, so you don't see any creatures or anything out of the ordinary, you know, standard wildlife and stuff like that. And there are trees around. It's not heavily forested or anything. It's just like trees, I guess, casually here and there. Uh, some of the hills uh, have trees on them that are more of a grove-ish, but around the structure itself, it's just kind of like a park. They're spread out pretty thin for the trees, so it's not like a forest. More like a park. About how far is our encampment from the wall of the fort? Uh, that's up to you. How far is the tree line from the wall of the fort? I guess the the best area where you could stay hidden was probably about a quarter mile away. It, where it was actually a grove of trees that could conceal you. Okay, so it's a good distance away. Yeah, so you can't you can kind of like maybe see the top of the structure or something like that, but you can't really see too much. Quarter miles, like what? 1500 feet right something like that yeah it's like 5300 feet in a mile or something what tools can we come up with uh should something go wrong <laughs> for me to communicate with you uh lawrence that's a good question um 
My familiar only can share sight and communication out to 100 feet. So if you can help me get close undetected, I can hide in some trees just outside the wall and send her with you. And then I can keep an eye on things. Or if you don't want it, it's up to you if you like want to carry her on your shoulder or if she flies around up above. Um, but that would require getting me close, and I'm not the sneakiest person out there. Sure. And is your familiar, was it an owl, right? Yeah, it's an owl. I think we were planning on waiting until nightfall to do the real reconnaissance anyways, yeah. in which case she wouldn't really look out of place. I do have a disguise self spell, I guess. As far as, like, mechanically how this part works, like, if I have the owl with me, can I, like, give it a sign to fly back to to Lawrence? Like, during that time that it, they're out of range, like, you want to know what's going on, but, like, if I keep giving it signals to go back, and then, like, when it comes in range, he gets caught up on stuff? Like, would that work, or...? I, I mean, I, I think that... Familiar is intelligent enough to notice that you do a hand signal of some sort to tell him to, you know, make a simple go back, fly back, fly back here and stuff like that. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, basically, like I don't know, I like get, show it three fingers or something, and it like flies back and it goes in a circle if it's okay to move forward, or like an X to stay where they're at. I guess would be how I would do that. All right. So keep in mind, she has an intelligence of two. And she doesn't understand any languages. <laughs> However, I just remembered that I can turn myself into an animal. So if I become something like a mouse that can fit in your pocket, then oh, you can just you carry me with you. And at any time, you can just pull me out and I can <laughs> turn myself back into a human. This Pokemon you? Sick. <laughs> I like this idea. Yeah. That works. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the play. All right. Uh, night has fallen. You may adventure forth. Okay. So I'm going to burn one of my wild shapes, and I'm going to become a little tiny mouse. Lawrence, are you going to like be peeking out of the, the pocket and stuff so you can take a look around? and? If that's feasible, Yes. I don't mind. You're a small mouse. I mean, I'll just use Julian's stealth check. You don't have to roll it, as long as you're not like squeaking or something. Cool. And just for your knowledge, I have a feature that says, while in darkness, any creature that relies on dark vision uh, does not see me. Oh yeah, I looked that up before the okay, session. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I remembered. There's only one way to approach the building outside of climbing a wall which is the main, what used to be a gate area. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can approach however you'd like. Uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check before you start, though. Sure. We're going to go with 11. Also, both of you, go ahead and make an intelligence save. Intelligence saving throw. 17. Okay. 23. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. All right, uh, you may continue. Sure. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna approach the gate, but how how high up 
are these walls again? About 10 feet. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll kind of slide all up on the wall and kind of give a peek around, you know, kind of mainly, I guess, relying on listening for, you know, anyone moving around or anything like that, or I feel like Cobalt's feet scratch or something, I don't know. Go ahead and make a perception check. Sure. That's going to be 21. All right. And you're going through the front gate? You're just sliding along the wall and looking in? Yeah. Okay. So you don't see anything alive. You do see a big gate that's about 15 feet wide and 25 feet tall. It's huge. And you would seen that before. But now that you're closer, you can see that the gate, the door is heavy wood. Um, it uh, has two, so it opens up like, like a two-pronged door. You also notice that there is another door inside one of the doors. So like a smaller door that could be opened that's in the wood. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, a, I hate to use this example, but like the door in the Ghostbusters uh, house. <laughs> where it's the big door for the car and the small door inside the big door for the like people to just walk through. Sure, okay, yeah. Um, you see that. Uh, there are two statues that are medium-sized on either side of the door. They look like uh, large wolves. Okay, okay. Um, there are uh, statues that seem to be scattered around in no particular recognizable pattern throughout the, I guess you call it the courtyard, just kind of like on the edges and stuff like that. Um, it almost looks like there's there's an empty space in front of the door. So that's why I'm calling it a courtyard, because it kind of looks like a courtyard. Yeah. But it's not overgrown but it's not super capped either. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Josh, you said yeah. these statues scattered around. Do they look like they're... Do they look like they're actual statues that were put in place on purpose to be decorative, or do they look like random things that got petrified out in the place? I'm going to make an intelligence check, I guess. 15. It doesn't look like... I mean, they're kind of random, but they're not like someone walked in and got petrified. You don't think that. Can we see any kind of, like, tracks on the ground or marks or anything like that to denote that this place has been used recently? Uh, Perception checks. That's a net 20. 17. Billion kind of think that you might make out a footprint in a less grassy area. There might have been mud there a little bit, and a footprint got stuck and kind of dried. And it looks like what you'd probably consider a cobalt uh, footprint. But you just see one. And you'd guess it's probably a week or two old. Hmm. Just kind of keeping a mental note since I'm still trying to be stealthy and quiet. Oh. Yeah. How long ago was the story about the kobolds attacking the farmer? I think it was roughly a week. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I might have said two weeks, I don't remember. But they correlate, if that's what you're getting at. Okay, yeah, they had a, yeah. that's what I was wondering, if it was two They do correlate, well, uh, it could have been the same time period. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And which way was it headed in, inwards? There really isn't, 
I guess it's pointed towards the door, yes. But you can't really, there's not enough, like, footprints to tell a real direction. Just, like, they put the foot down and their foot is facing the door. Sure. Is there any, uh, signs of traps yet? No. Alright. like to proceed looking, uh, about the statues and stuff. Looking for, like, other doors or somewhere to go. With caution. I know I said I wasn't going to make you do this, Andrew, but there's a good reason why you have to. Uh, sorry, Lawrence. Could you make a stealth check? Six. You move into the courtyard and you're looking for other doors? Is yes. Is that what you said? So, you don't see anything in the front that's another door. So, you're facing the door and you kind of go right if you're going to go around the building, or do you want to go left? Let's go left. Left sounds cool. Are you going to stay near the wall? Um, if it's easier to keep track of where I'm going, yes, but otherwise, no. I just don't All want right. to be out and standing in the open, I guess, is my concern. Alright, um, so yeah, moving along the wall, you kind of take some cover with, uh, some of the statues, uh, the tallest statue is like 10 feet, um, there are various animals and stuff, uh, so you go left, and you start going around the corner. You see an outbuilding that is kind of ruined. That's within the wall that you didn't know that existed. You just see the foundation. Uh, go ahead and make a investigation check. Uh, that's going to be 13 total. As you go around, you do notice that there are windows, or there used to be windows. Uh, they are now look like they have been filled up with stones. Um, they look almost decorative. They look like they could fit in there. At first glance, it just kind of looked decorative, but it makes more sense that they look like they're filled in. Josh, I got a 24. Do I notice anything more than that? Yeah. Um, on top of the fact that they look filled in, you notice that it wasn't recent, although it doesn't look like it's the original to the building. Like, the cone stone color is uh, different. Could you roll a Knowledge Arcana check? 18. Kind of hard to tell from the distance that you're at, but you think that magic might have been involved in uh, sealing the stonework and melding it to the building. So it's a really tight fit. It's possible someone could do it, but it'd be really high craftsmanship. So it kind of looks like magic might have been involved. So uh, I guess you continue on. Um... It's a pretty big building. The building looks to be about 100 feet or 100 feet long. Nothing other than the windows. What would you like to do? I don't know if it's my headset, but I keep hearing you break up on some stuff. So I know that there's a wall that's 100 feet. <laughs> What's that sign? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, so it's 100 feet depth and about uh -huh. 65 feet wide, roughly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's just windows here, and maybe uh, there's that one building foundation. There are no statues, by the way. All the statues seem to be in the courtyard area. Okay. Uh, so that's all you see on this side. For sure. Have I found any type of door or just windows? Just uh, stoned-up windows. Stoned-up windows, okay. Yeah, they're all like, there's. it looks like it had windows, and now it's they've been bricked up. But it's been stone bricks, not like clay yeah. bricks. Okay. So there's no 
visible way currently just in there without going like maybe up on top of it uh yes but it is a very tall building yeah um see the door was 25 feet so it's about 35 feet 40 feet tall it's very big sure okay how tall are the statues they range from they're all smaller medium size but uh the biggest one's about 10 feet tall okay hmm. it's um actually a looks kind of like a uh small dire bear actually <laughs> okay all right so i guess there's not much if anything i think we can do without wanting to break stealth here uh so that was left let's maybe let's go explore what's on the right side then all right uh you see more windows that have been stoned up the side other than there is no um foundation for an outbuilding here it's it's just overrun grass pretty much uh, the grass does look taller on the sides than it does in the front knowledge nature Oof. okay let's hit it let's, let's see lawrence can also roll knowledge nature too oh hey i got 18 that's not bad let's go 10. all right uh you both uh come to this conclusion it kind of looks like the front of the area has been used although maybe not a lot and not as recently compared to the sides uh so it's the same type of grass but it just looks like it's been trampled down and just growth has been stunted through use so it does look like there has been some long-term usage of the front area just not necessarily as recently mm -hmm. uh, but other than that uh this side is pretty much identical to the other side other than maybe moss patterns and stuff like that okay so nobody in here unless we go inside these buildings somehow but we have to break some stuff to get in uh i don't think i have anything for that i don't have any gunpowder tnt laying around <laughs> Yeah, those are not usual things to have yeah. laying around. <laughs> Maybe I could try breaking stealth and just seeing, trying to communicate verbally. I don't know if that's the move or not. Well, I will tell you what happens if you do it. <laughs> sure. All right, I guess I'll reach into, into my pocket and pull out Lawrence and just kind of kind of hold him here and be like, Hey, little guy, go go ahead and hide, and uh, if anything goes wrong, go get Lance or something. I don't know. And then I'll like <laughs> kind of put him towards the ground, like squeak. <laughs> <laughs> I go find a little patch of grass or something to hide underneath. Okay. Sure. Uh huh. And then I'll just kind of walk into the courtyard and. Just kind of, <clears throat> hello, is anyone there, uh, kobold residents? My name is Ulian Faust, and I would like to seek an audience with you. Uh, I'm going to roll a perception check. Nice. I would like to see the arrow shooting. That's a 14 total. 
You do notice that the statues next to the door, their eyes as you speak, start to glow, but they don't move. And you get no other answer. Keep in mind, it looks like it's a pretty thick door. Three C's? Or... That's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see. Alright, so the statues, their eyes start to glow. Just the two next to the door. Okay. Uh, I'd like to maybe get like, I don't know, 20 feet away. And then start saying more things and uh i would say um excuse me master kobolds please just a moment of your time i'm not trying are to sell you anything i don't know are you saying this very loudly yes yes how long do you wait uh 10 minutes after about a minute, you notice that uh, part of the door, like, slides open, like like a little viewing thing in the small mm -hmm. door. Yeah. it's You can see light through it. You can see cobalt eyes that are looking through it. Uh, go ahead and make a perceptive check so you can see if there's anything behind them. Sure. 15. You can't really make it out, but there is definitely... Something behind him that isn't just a wall. Okay. He, you oh. hear a low, lower tenor voice kind of squeak out. Uh, what do you want? Who are you? What are you? Huh. Oh, hello there, Master Kobolds. Uh, my name is Ulian Faust. Uh, I am new to the area, you could say. And uh, I was hoping to, you know, get to know you. <laughs> and be friendly neighbors and such there are no friendly neighbors I mean you seem a lot nicer than those goblin folk yeah you gotta just wait here he slams the, the viewing portal he doesn't come back for a while I'd mm. say about 15 minutes there's nothing that happens do you do sure. anything in or you just wait? Hmm. I was a squeak. Uh, <laughs> Josh, um, yeah. seeing this go on, I want to stealth my way up to Ulian and um, see if I can like climb up into his back pocket without being seen from the door. Um, yeah, you can do that. Can I, like, notice a little bit and, like, try and make it easier by, like, I don't know, squatting down and pretending to, like, look at a statues or something? Uh, sure. Uh, go ahead and make a self-check, uh, Lawrence, with advantage. With advantage, it's an 11. Nothing bad happens because of it or anything, as far as you can tell. After quite a while, it seems about 10 or 15 minutes, uh, the little slot opens up again, and you can kind of see... A cobalt, you don't know if it's the same cobalt or not, especially from that distance and in the dark. Wait, you have low light? I have, you have low I have light. superior dark vision. Yeah, I mean, you see that it's a cobalt, you're not sure if it's the same cobalt, but uh, he does speak. It's a different cobalt, 
based off the voice. Uh, it's still kind of high pitched, but it's a lower, gruffier voice, um, almost aged. So more like when an older person talks, and the voice is just um, deeper, I guess. Humans. No, you're an elf. Wait, you're a half elf. Are you an elf? It's been that, a long time. Yeah, I'm something of an elf. It's it's complicated. Um, but more importantly, uh, I'm a friend, I guess. I haven't seen your like in a very long time. Why are you here? Honestly, just... Uh, I came from a not-too-far-away town, and honestly, we're very different there. We're very... Uh, integrated of a culture of all kinds where many creatures and such get along uh and we're you know coming to other regions and stuff and we've been looking to make friends in the area and uh from what it sounds like some things are shadier than others and uh those goblin folks seem to be up to something and we wanted to come and talk to you about stuff mm. did you come through the dark forest uh, again, I'm kind of new to the area, so I'm not exactly too familiar with uh, the term the Dark Forest. It's to the east, and there are lots of trees. There are mountains, rocks, the breaking, scattered, large pillars of rock throughout the forest. If you had gone through it, you would have known. Sure. As I recall we came from the south, right? It's so we, we traveled north. Is that right? Ooh, I got my... He meant to say west. Um, you are, think you are east of Aramis. Okay. But as far as, like, us coming from, like, the goblin town, that was, that was south of here? Is it right? I don't recall, honestly. But we didn't come through the forest, though, right? No, you did not. No, for sure not. Okay. Uh, you're right. That does sound very distinct. I, I don't recall treading through those parts. If you did not come through there, how did you get here? Uh, I th think honesty is the best policy here. And uh, there's a lot of things that have been happening, and I feel like magic is all over the place, and we stumbled upon this place through a portal. He pauses for a moment. Thanks. What do you want? Uh, we would like friendship. Partyman? Alliance? Truth-seeking? How do you even know we were here? Uh, honestly, we heard uh, that the goblins, uh, we had a, a little interaction with them where uh, they weren't so very nice and stuff. And they, to be honest, they told us to come here and fight you. But honestly, I have no intention of doing that. And you're telling the truth? Like, this is the game master asking you, are you telling the truth? I mean, you have no intention to just open the door. He's going to attack them. Oh yeah. Oh no, no. I have no okay, intention you're not of lying. actually fighting okay. unless they fight us. Yeah. You know, only right. self-defense. Okay. Are you alone? Uh, Most humans seem to travel in packs. That's true. Uh, I do have an animal friend, and he kind of keeps me sane to talk to. But other than that, no. Roll a uh, deception. Sure. Uh, 16. 
I don't believe you. If you're asking if there's anybody else here with me, no. But there are people that know of this area and that I'm here. So, if that is your question, to clarify. That's a half-truth, right? You consider that a half-truth? <laughs> I would consider Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to tell them that Lance is... You're trying to hide the fact that Lance is here. Right, yeah. I don't want to... Um, go ahead and roll uh, Deception with Advantage. Sure. Uh, 15. Go away. Before we kill you. Right. Okay, well... Should you change your mind, Kobold? Uh, just know that we're in the area. and We'd be more than happy to talk to you at future notice. And should these goblins end up, you know, coming to attack you or anything, know that we'd be interested in helping you. So. And you're being completely honest with that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I honestly, so far in my interpretation, feel like the mayor is evil, and I think he's going to come to attack them at some point. Okay. He closes the thing, uh, the sighting uh, viewing port. Sure. Doesn't answer you. All right. Hmm. I'm going to walk out of this area. Back As you start me. walking away, sorry to interrupt you, but you're being interrupted. Okay. <laughs> hear this thing slide again and hear him say, I don't trust you. You're lying about something. But I mean, yeah. You seem to be genuine in your concern. Be honest with me. Be honest with you about? He's indicating that he knows you're lying about something, but he doesn't know exactly what, and he knows that some of your story is true. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Mr. Kobold, uh, I'm sure, like you said, you don't necessarily trust me, and I think trusting anybody that you just meet is more of a, a natural thing to keep you know, you and your whatever companions that you have inside safe. So, like you said, you can tell my intentions are pure, and I would never do anything to worsen that relation. But know that I similarly have people I must protect as well. You may approach. For sure. And as I do so, I'm not, like, holding my hands up, but I am kind of keeping them in front of me to show that I'm not holding anything of danger, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I right. kind of come towards them. <laughs> so, as you approach, um, you notice that this cobalt, uh, you can only see, like, his eyes and the side of his head where the uh, slat is. Uh, you notice that his uh, scales are blue. Uh, kind of a dingy blue. As you get there, he looks you up and down. Well, mostly up, because he's short. Leave your weapons. Put them Just on the ground. by the door, or do you want someone By the door is fine. Them? Okay. Uh, sure. Well, I've got all sorts of stuff. I start taking out hand axes and daggers and a short sword and all my quiver. <laughs> 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 so you do take everything off though yeah yeah he says a moment and then it closes you hear a bunch of shuffling uh, like it's like a big bar is being moved or something like that and then a clunk and then the small door opens there is a cobalt that is like reddish brown 
that it opens the door uh and you see in the background an Etten like standing up he looks translucent it looks like an illusion uh, okay gotcha and then you are able to walk in sure uh as i kind of start to enter i'm kind of taking in what's around and like how many people are in here if there's other rooms going off in different directions or something uh yeah of course look in the area it's a huge room it almost looks like it might be like a warehouse or a bay room or something like that it's super tall it's tall as you know 45 feet it's about 30 feet deep 40 feet deep so it's it's a really big room uh there is the etten standing in the middle uh you see a, the blue cobalt standing next to the etten about they're about 25 30 feet from you i guess the room is 50 feet sorry uh up on kind of like the halfway to the top there are two cobalts uh perched on uh some on a platform they're winged cobalts uh there's two of them they have crossbows trained at you uh there is two doors at the opposite end and uh they are closed there's two cobalts or one cobalt on one of the doors and then the cobalt that just open your door so they're a total of two regular cobalts uh two weed cobalts and the blue scaled um cobalt okay and was there any rooms that you said would leave off in other directions that there would be more cobalts or just the five there are two doors at the other end um about 20 feet from um, each other so it's like blank wall two doors blank wall okay and like just gauging from what i've seen on the outside of the building how much of this big room does the building take up two-fifths uh okay so there's a ne lot nearly of half and then as i kind of come closer to talk to the i'm assuming the blue one is the one that's leading things and and then like thank you for your hospitality again what do you want uh pardon my not familiarity with like kobolds and your societies but this doesn't seem like a lot of you. I feel like usually the kobolds I know are much bigger. Tribes? Would that be your word? You only see what we want you to see. For sure. Okay. <laughs> Again, uh, this whole residency that you have set up here is also quite peculiar. Are you worried of something coming to attack you? Because I also noticed your int illusion here he goes hmm as you mentioned that it's an illusion <laughs> <laughs> um but that's the only visible sign that he uh was annoyed you really are new around here or there's more to you than i am suspecting a little bit of column a a little bit of column b on that one um is there a, a title i should refer to you as like chief or something elder is what the other ones call me Pay my proper respects to you. You may call me uh, Bullock, if you wish. That is my name. Uh, excellent. Thank you, Elder Bullock. Now, you mentioned, you know, me being new around here. Uh, is there some type of danger that I'm unaware of that I should be more cognitive of? Uh, 
Yes. There is something out there. I don't know what, but I can feel it. And I know that it may try to penetrate the walls any day. He closes his eyes for a moment. I don't know why, but no one else seems to be able to feel it. Has there been sightings or any strange activity? Oh, strange activity for sure. The go- We used to trade with the goblins. It, we had a peaceful relationship. And then they became more greedy, unfriendly. They did not take kindly to our presence. Yeah, I did hear something along those lines. And So you think the goblins are the threat, or that there's something else? There is something else. They are a symptom of a larger problem. But I do not know what yet. I feel it in my essence. That's definitely, definitely disturbing. Had, was there anything that sparked this? Because for some reason, the goblins really don't like I don't want to be rude but there's no nice way to say it uh, your existence anymore I guess no I would imagine they don't want us to exist but I don't really know why from the outside it looks like greed like greed they they told me that uh, there was an attack on one of their farms there yes we need supplies. They had supplies. They are unwilling to trade. And so we took them. Okay. Kind of a desperate times kind of situation. Indeed. So you require supplies. If we could find some way to help with that, that would be beneficial to you guys. It would be. It's been decades since we had any trade. Just kind of like remembering back like i don't even know exactly what our setup is capable of at the moment provided the portals stay open you have a capital city that you could draw from for supplies so uh, on you right now you just have your some rations and your normal adventuring stuff as far as i remember yeah and this this is like a day away from the portal right um, yeah, you could get you could probably get there within a day. Uh, you could take a more direct route than the directions that you're given from the goblin. Okay. Based on where we think this is, from like seeing landmarks, is there some sort of route back to the capital that bypasses the other city? So we could like set up trade routes with the empire that wouldn't need to go through that portal. You're unsure because it's so far away and you haven't positively identified the location. You're just guessing based on mountain ranges. So it'd be hundreds of miles at the very least. Lawrence, make an intelligence check. Julian Frost, make a uh, wisdom check, sorry. I get a 17. Uh, I got 11. So, Lawrence, when he mentioned that there is a feeling, I guess I'm making assumptions about your character, but if you change your mind to think about what would that be, you actually start to get a sense of foreboding 
from outside. You're not sure what this is or why you felt that, um, but there was definitely a kind of a foreboding chilling effect, but you feel safe here, but outside is not safe. And then it passes as you don't focus on it. Based on my knowledge and magical research, do I know what can what can cause the sense of foreboding and what could cause the goblins to go crazy and greedy and be assholes? Go ahead and make a knowledge arcana check. Six. You're you're not sure. There are you've never really heard of anything like it that you can recall, but you do know that there are things that can affect the world in larger um, ways. And some people are naturally attuned to certain senses, but you don't really know anything about it. We have uh, Lauren join us. So I've just arrived at the campus, what you said? Uh, yeah, and then Lance informed you where everyone else is, which is Nick, or which is uh, Nick, but he's unable to make it today. So are Lawrence and Ulian at the um, the camp also, or is it just... They're over at uh, um, a ruined structure. So it's just Lance who's maintaining the camp right now? Yeah. Take off my leather backpack, toss it to the ground, look at Lance, clasp him firmly on the shoulder, and say, uh, I had a few things to take care of. I'll go catch up with the rest of the crew. Head this off towards the rest of the group. When you get there, there is a 10-foot uh, wall around a large structure that is about 40 feet, 45 feet tall and uh, 65 feet wide-ish, roughly. Uh, it's a ruined building. Uh, there's statues in a courtyard. Uh, there's a big door. It's 15 feet wide by 20 feet, 25 feet tall. It's like a two-door swing. And there's a small door inside the bigger doors. And that door is open, and you see uh, Julian inside. Uh, and as you approach, he's talking to uh, uh, Blue Cold. So is the door open? Is the door closed? Small door um, is open. Well, then I'm just going to approach uh, the group. As you approach and you walk in, Julian... Oh, is uh gosh. you see Julian in front of a uh, blue scaled cobalt in the cobalt his eyes go wide and he casts a spell for the record me and Lauren have met right yeah yeah you traveled okay. with each other uh Lauren was just gotcha. delayed a little bit back in town when you were investigating the hole you found in the ground my character's like oh I need to go yeah. grab something really quick and then I'll inform the rest of the group in character what happened. But basically, I got sidetracked by a number of hours, and I'm a number of hours behind sure. due to it. This is just a very interesting way this is happening. Is because I just told them nobody was was with me. Uh... <laughs> um, his skin... Stand down, little blue man. <laughs> Didn't he mean to cast... frighten you. Uh, the spell he cast, he kind of looked petri or stony for a little bit, and it just kind of layers into him. So whatever he cast, it was defensive. If people want to know what he cast, you can roll knowledge for Kenna. He doesn't immediately attack. He looks over at Lauren, like, hesitates as Lauren to stand down. And then he looks back at Ulian. You did lie to me. Well, I'm going to, like, turn and notice Lauren. Little blue man, little blue man. My friend did not know I was here. 
Calm down, calm down. I'm going to try to make a, um, a persuasion check and calm the All little right. blue man down, the kobold. Josh, real quick, you said I can make an arcana check to identify the spell he casted? Yeah. 23. Uh, stone skin. Uh, you rolled an 11, right? For me? I rolled a 13. Oh, okay. I have a plus 4 to uh, persuasion. Okay. His posture is still not relaxed, uh, but his face relaxes. And he kind of squints his eyes a little bit, and like, very well. Yeah, I feel like they must have come to check on me since I haven't reported back in a while. My apologies, uh, Elder, but this is news to me as well. I very much would have informed you. I see your friend is as distinctly unique as yourself for the area. I haven't yeah. seen a half-orc in many, many years. Like I told you, our society is very integrated, and we're very accustomed to lots of different races living amongst each other. Well, well, yes, well met, well met, little elder. I know I'm a built a little bit differently, uh, but I assure you, I'm all about peace and kindness. Mm, very well, um, Octavian. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, uh, intelligence save, wisdom save, fifteen. All right, and I apologize for not mentioning this earlier when you walked in, but there is an Etten standing next to the Cobalt, but it's translucent, and it looks like an illusion. And then there are two wing Cobalts, like about halfway up the, the walls, and then a regular Cobalt and some doors that is uh, in the back of the wall, or the back of the room. This room is like half the size of the building, so it's like, like a bay or a warehouse kind of thing. Uh, but to... Re go back to the the, the the point that we were talking about there, Elder. Uh, we would need a, a better understanding of how many companions or people you have here to be able to get together an idea of how much supplies we would need to bring here for them. Hmm. Perhaps I should just show you. He looks uh, behind you, Julian, at uh, Lauren. If you would please remove the weapons that you are carrying, and I will show you just exactly how much supplies we need. Gladly, gladly. And I unfasten the belts on front of my my uh, sleeveless armor and let my greatsword fall to the ground. I take the two axes off of my hips and I toss them. And then I reach under into my boot and pull out my knife. <laughs> and then I go through, go, I think this is all of them. Okay. And you did take all of them out, correct? Yeah, I I, I actually did. I'm, I'm not okay. lying to the king. Right. I, I, right. I, I even get rid of my hidden weapons. All right, perfect. He closes his eyes for a moment. Then everyone hears kind of heavy footfalls from behind as... The two stone uh, dogs that were medium-sized-ish um, walk through the door. He uh, looks at the cobalt that's back, and he nods. He walks to the front um, and closes the door, and then the cobalts, the two non-winged cobalts, put this big bar, big wooden bar back on the, the door. They struggle, mm -hmm. but they manage to do it. Um, and he says... This way. 
and he walks to the left door in the back of the room. This building, by the way, is definitely not cobalt size. It looks like it would be for someone bigger. Um, do you guys follow? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the stone dogs are walking behind you about 10 feet. They are following you. Um, walks through the door, opens the door. There's a long hallway that is goes the length of the building, so it's really long. As you walk down, uh, there is a door to your right that is open. It kind of looks like a kitchen. Then there are doors on your left. One, two, three doors on your left as you walk. One door is open, and there are four kobolds in a bed sleeping. Mm-hmm. So there are other kobolds, obviously. Uh, then he walks to a uh, room on the right-hand side, opens the door, and it is a big room that is like 20, 30 feet by 15, 20 feet. There's a big platform in the middle. The floor is decorated so it looks like there is a square within a square. And there is a lever next to uh, that. And the cobalt walks onto this area and bids that you follow him. Sure, yeah. I'll yeah. follow and um, step on While I'm following, while I'm following, I am want to be using my investigation to just see if I notice different things out of place or things that may be... Um, alarming or alerting to my character uh, so basically i'm trying to use a discerning isi um as we walk through the place so basically passively well not passively but actively investigating looking for clues and things that might tell more of the story okay uh did you want me to roll dice for you or do you have dice uh i have dice i can roll it okay uh okay. so yeah go ahead and roll an investigation check and it'll be good for this level this whole level so all right, rolling my dead twenty now, and I rolled an eighteen, and I have to roll a second time because I have advantage due to my oh that eighteen is the best of the two rolls with advantage, um, based on being an investigator. So eighteen plus investigation is two, so that is a total of twenty. Things that you figure out as you're piecing stuff together as you're walking through this hallway. Uh, when you saw it into the kitchen, um, it looked like there are stools for like. Um, cobalts to stand on on preparation tables because the preparation tables are human sized or medium creature sized so it looks like this kitchen has been adapted for the cobalts but it looks like there's a lot of use in the kitchen so you'd manage that it, it looks like it's made for more than just like four or eight cobalts it looks like it could put out quite a bit of food uh, and that's um, but you don't see anything especially dangerous, just that there might be more kobolds than the ones that you've seen. Okay. I'm also, the main reason I'm also doing an investigation is, like, the kobold is supposed to tell us how much supplies they need for how many how many they have, so I'm trying to get a good stock of what they actually do have to see if they're going to lying to us or not. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Um, as you all come onto the platform, uh, it's very tight squeeze. He reaches down to the lever, and at the bottom, he does something. And then you notice that there's a wire that he takes off. So he disconnects the wire and then pulls the lever. Uh, then the floor starts moving down, down, down. It's going at a fair pace, but not like a modern elevator or anything like that. Oh, what a clever little contraption. Did you build this? 
I did not know. Did you find it like this, or is this just a... Uh, or do you have such fantastic engineers that you, that you kobolds built this? That's a nice piece of engineering. No, this was built by someone else many, oh. many years ago. Well, what a what a fantastic find! It is. It is. Uh, it's a great building. I've, you know, in a room that is very similar to the one that you just left, and I, there are two big doors in front of you, or no, sorry, one really big door. So it's like ten feet wide. It goes into another big room. This area looks more kept. the The area upstairs was clean. But this looks more decorated. Uh, in the corners, uh, you see like gargoyles perched on the corners, uh, like stone gargoyles, not like real gargoyles. They're probably about the uh, size of the barn owl. Uh, Takes you through a door, go left through a hallway, and you see through an open door there are cobalts, two of them fighting a practice dummy, or two different practice dummies in this room. And he looks over. This is our practice room. Um, unless there's any more conversation, he just continues. Uh, go down the hallway, turn left. It's a pretty long hallway. Uh, you see another door. He walks past the door. It's closed. And then to another door that's open. And it's stairs. Uh, it's a 10-foot wide room with just 10-foot wide stairs going down. Uh, I will mention that the statues stayed up on the first floor so they're not falling you there was no room on the platform uh he takes you down the stairs uh it kind of goes down in a circle uh then you see a complex very similar to up above but corridors are twice as big uh you see people walking around full bolts you see dozens of them going about their lives uh, down this really long hallway um at the end of the hallway you see like you see like a Entrance to a cavernous area. This is probably like 100, 150 feet down or away. That is different than what this is now. Um, this is, we have lived down here for a very long time. And the longer we live, the more there are. Uh, we just, we expanded about 150 years ago and found a complex as you, as you walk down this hallway. Cobalts are giving you wide berth, uh, looking at you kind of, some of them are a little scared. Some of them are just like an all, like they're not sure what you are. It takes you into a cavern area. It looks, it's natural stone, but it looks well carved out and it's made for humans sized. Um, and you just take you through the cavern and you see dozens upon dozens of kobolds just living their lives. You see houses cut into the wall. Uh, just based on the houses that you see as you're walking through the city, there are probably at least four or five hundred kobolds living here, if not more. And you're like, we found this cavern expanse, and we've been expanding, and we're able to be pretty self-sufficient. Uh, All the kobolds are like red, brown-skinned, uh, scaled. He is still the only one that is blue-colored. How much would all the supplies they want cost? Does it the seem seat. like something we could do? Like, it would take some work, but, like, is it yes, I mean, You could become traders and trade. I mean, it's it's a large, it's a small town, considerably, but um, you could easily set up, a, you think you could set up a trade network here. Oh, so they just want, they want a trade route. They don't want just, like, supplies given? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Oh yeah, I guess oh, I could be wasn't here for that. Sorry. Oh, I could um. Yeah, I'm sure this is something we could easily negotiate as a trade route, especially if it means a a brokerage of peace between um, you and the goblin folk. I think a, a trade network uh, mutually beneficial uh, could definitely benefit both. I have a feeling the goblins aren't going to take to that, but oh, <laughs> let me deal with the goblins. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll catch you up on some stuff once we leave here, Lord, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it it seems like a complicated situation that we're going to have to do a lot more investigating on. But yeah, this is definitely something I think we we can work out. Uh, but Elder, have you found anything down here out of the ordinary? But the reason I'm asking is if the goblins want you gone, I feel like they want something here. Would be my theory. I there are lots of things that are important to me that are here and probably important to other people but to that village they would have no clue what is here but this thing that you think is behind the scenes it is possible is there... i i don't know what it is but it's it wants in yeah is there something particularly that comes to mind that you think it's after like it's using the goblins to try and get rid of you because it can't get here itself or something like a ward or some of some sort? I am its protector. Perhaps they want to get to me, or the knowledge I know, or the things that I protect. It is it's all possible. I have a, a follow-up question to the Elder, and I, I hope you don't find it far-reaching or rude or out of bounds, but as I can tell, you seem like there's more to you, as you've been saying about us than you to your people. Uh, you seem like different origin. These are refugees that I've picked up over the years and that has been known that this is a place of refuge and we have been living here for a few hundred years, for hundreds of years. Again, uh, from my experience, kobolds don't usually have this kind of power is no. there anything you want to tell us about how you were capable of such great things I don't honestly know myself there was an accident some time ago and I was changed uh, it was never clearly identified at least not to me but I was only a research I wasn't even a research assistant I was just someone that was there to clean up as necessary but that was centuries ago it's capable for you to drop these words that protect this place right i'm not sure i've never tried i just mean if that thing's lurking outside there's a potential that if it thinks that you're gone that it would try and like we could try and lure it out like that right i do not believe that would work okay I can't even leave this place. Beast, what beast is plaguing you? Sorry, I was late to this conversation. I'm unsure. There is just an aura out there, and I can feel it trying to get in. It's malevolent and forceful. And this seems to be the only safe haven that I know of in our area. Well, it seems like that's what we should be dealing with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
just trying to figure out how how to go about it. Well, I'll track it down. Sure, if you got some tricks, I'm I'm down to go. Uh, at this point, I think we kind of have information from the elder that we can start trying to set up that trade route and so come back, and then we can also start looking for the monster or thing out there. So uh, it should be noted. Um, you're pretty sure that kobolds don't live centuries, in case we were unaware of the length of kobolds. They're live like how, um, 100 years. How are your supplies holding up right now since you're you're all trapped within this uh this fort at the moment? Like how much longer do you have for supplies before having to venture out since you're 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 trapped here as you say? Probably a few months. Uh he walks down or a little ways to a, another uh, cavern area and it is uh glowing with moss pretty brightly. Uh, there's also a orb sitting high up in the ceiling that makes it kind of daytime or very, there's light here basically. It's uh, a field in planted boxes. So it looks like they're able to grow some food and he says we are able to grow some food um, but it will take some time for us to harvest. So food, blankets, we don't have very many manufacturing uh, facilities. Hmm. So clothing, bedding, we're fine for the moment, but in time we will need more supplies. Um, I'm gonna open my awareness uh, to detect that to detect forces of good and evil. I'm gonna use my one of my usages of divine sense, which will let me know the location of celestial fiend undead within sixty feet. I can also know the type. Um, Celestial Fiend Undead, whose presence I sense. Um, and I also can detect the presence of any place or object that's been consecrated or desecrated as with a hallow spell. So I'm going to use that and kind of see if there's anything in this kind of like this part of the, the fortress that radiates with any like celestial undead or fiendish energies. You don't sense any celestial or fiends, but there is something similar to like a consecrate feeling. Like it's 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 not something you've ever felt while casting a spell before, but there's like a feeling of safety, and you feel like it is being surrounded by something that is opposing this force. It is a very unusual feeling. Uh, you can roll an R can if you like. Uh, no, if it if it doesn't pick up on my divine senses, I'm not going to roll past that. Okay. He uh, says. Uh, if you would like to stay the night, we can manage accommodations. I think what I'm satisfied. What time of the day is it? Sun went down about an hour ago. Ah, uh, just past dusk. This is the prime time to hunt fiends and other evil, evil things. Anyway, he nods. Pretty <laughs> sure our our mouse friend would be pretty good about it too. Yeah, we do. We have a decent camp set outside, just outside of your your <sighs> perimeter. I think. Um, Seems like you're on the level as far as your supplies go. Nothing seems amiss here. And I extend my hand towards the little blue man. He looks Shake at it. it. Hmm. And then he reaches his hand out and he, he shakes it gently. We will, do our we will do our best to do good by your people. Uh, provided you're on the up and up, hopefully we can get something ar arranged. Uh, I'll have to confer with my compatriots here, but it is... Uh, my inkling that we should first deal with this malevolent force that surrounds you. 
it would be nice to know. Any, I, I feel like any trade route we establish is going to be beset upon if we don't. That is possible. We could offer our assistance in trying to protect the trade route, depending on how far away we have to go. What kind of resources do you also have to offer as far as trade? We have some precious metals. We don't have too much of a surplus of anything, which will make it hard for trade, I understand. But as I said, we do have precious metals. Uh, you could use gold, silver. We just have not minted them in coins because we have not needed to trade with the outside world or not been able to trade with the outside world for some time. The good news is you seem to have some some decent farming skills able to farm within your fortress here. So if we take care of the the force that keeps you trapped here, um, the lands around here seem fairly fertile for, for things like that. So also precious metals are always, always craved by others. So I thought that may perk your interest. Seems sufficient. <clears throat> if you are ready, Lauren, uh, I would say we should return and begin our hunt um i guess one thing you know is at the other end of the cavern it looks like there's a walled off section so it looks like they've capped some uh of the tunnels so beyond that, that wall it is we found a ca cavern complex that we and we just don't need the space beyond that so we put up a wall to make sure nothing could get in from down below Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I would like to um, make an insight roll to see if this person is being on the level with me or not. Yeah, go ahead and make a, a roll. All right, here we go. Cool. All right, so that's a 17 plus insight right now is a plus one, so that is 18. All right, so this conversation, he is definitely hiding something, which was probably obvious. He's telling truth that there might be things that they're interested in, but he's um hard time telling you what they are and he's hiding that fact. That he is being honest about the why they capped the um cavern is because they were worried something could come from below just in case, so they sealed it off. Uh uh. So um you know for us to be able to work closely, we do need to be on the level with each other. You know we shed our weapons. We're being truthful and honest with you. Again, it's going to be very difficult if things come out later. So, you know, just hoping, like, we've been on the level with you. We've answered all your questions. We're here to help you with the Malevolent Force. Definitely something a little bit that you've been hiding. I'm going to try to make a persuasion check. I'm also going to use my one of my channel divinities, Emissary of Peace, which is going to give me a plus five bonus on persuasion checks for the next five minutes or ten minutes. In addition to my normal plus, I'm going to roll. I roll a 19 plus nine. That's 28 on my persuasion check to get him to tell me what he's hiding. Yeah. Um, as you're talking to him, and when you're done, he looks like he's considering something. You are new, and I don't really trust you yet, to be honest. But I guess you should know that I have been connected to this place for over 500 years. And I know its secrets, and I can manipulate the secrets, and we are well protected here, but to be honest, I don't completely trust you yet, and you'll have to earn my trust before I will show you our secrets. Well, I'm always one to make sure we take care of evil forces, so we will take care of that. 
We can't promise anything in terms of trade routes or helping your people beyond that, though, because um, if you're going to be dishonest with us, I've come to learn that those that are unwilling to be honest with you from the get-go generally hide secrets that are harmful. So I'm going to take into consideration your, your lack of honesty, but we will deal with the threat because that is something that must be dealt with. That is very understandable. There's an inner dialogue with Ulian right now going, yeah, untrustworthy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm forward to building the trust between us, and I would like... We'll give aid in your quest to determine where this evil is coming from. I, too, want it to be vanquished. I'm we unable will... to leave more than a week's way from the area, so I am not able to help you very like physically, but my people, my resources will be expended to help you. We'll vanquish this evil. We will definitely vanquish, vanquish this evil. Um, hopefully you find it in yourself to be fully honest with us on our next return. Otherwise, um, we'll have to gauge our next steps based on how trustworthy and how honest you are able to be with us, because we have been nothing more than forthright and honest with you. Uh, with that, I should take my leave, though. We have evil to deal with. Yes. That sounds good. Uh, uh, please, I will escort you out. Takes you back the same way, takes you to the elevator. Josh. Yes. When he gets to the elevator, I want to pay really close attention to what he's doing when he fiddles with that wire on the lever to make it work so that if we have to come back here again without him, I can recreate that. Okay. Looking at it when he puts the wire back on, because when you get back up to the first level, he does put the wire back on. It looks like it just hooks to the mechanism. So if you were pulling it, it looks like it would pull the wire too. If you're trying to figure out what that does, go ahead and make a perception check. Anyone that it, that would like to. I get a 13. Got a 14. Nine. You notice it goes up to the ceiling. You notice that the ceiling doesn't look like it's a good repair, which is weird because it's the only part of the facility inside that doesn't look like it is at least decent repair. But you don't know exactly what it would do. But those are the things that you notice. Take you out, and the or the wolf statues that were were still here and follow you out. Are all my weapons still in the pile I left? Ah, uh, yes. Everything okay. that you guys left are, is, is still there. Yeah. They did, they did not take your stuffs. Yeah, walk you to the front door. The He signals for the cobalt center there to take off the, the big beam to let you guys out. Uh, the He puts his hand up a moment, please, and then if you wait before you leave, um, do you guys wait before you leave? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has a statue to go out first. I thank you, and this was very fortuitous for us to meet. As I said, I've not seen your guys' life in this area for de many, many years. I hope to see you again soon. We'll definitely be in touch. I hope, I hope your tongue loosens and you feel the need to be honest with people who are there to help you next time we meet. <laughs> I, too, hope that bonds of trust will develop between us. Hmm. And you go ahead and motions like uh, 
your melee you were free to wild. <laughs> sure. All right, so we're yeah, heading back you... to our camp at this point. Yeah. Um, as you're leaving, he says, I will make an exception with the guards. You may not without fearing the wrath of the statues. I not even sure how you approach without them attacking you. He kind of squints his eyes at Yulian. <laughs> I'm a man of many talents, and the the reasons behind them should not be investigated. <laughs> Fair. We all have our secrets. Yeah. Oh. Bah. Secrets. <laughs> if you walk out, they close the, the door and put up the... You hear them putting up the, the bar behind you. The door was probably six inches thick, so it's like it's a serious gate. Mm -hmm. um, sure. All right. So as we head back to the camp, I'm like, Lawrence, Yulian, my friend. Sorry, I sorry, I'm late. I know I said I was gonna go get some supplies, and then next thing you know, you're sitting in a bar, some syndicate goons. You know, they're up to no good. And we're fresh new in that town. So, you know, I had to deal with them, make sure they were arrested and dealt with. And then, wouldn't you know it, next thing I know, after doing that, somebody, you know, is getting wrongfully accused. So anyway, once we get home, the town is in a much more situated so sort of place. Uh, I met with those uh, shysty, like, um, goblins. Uh, but they're, they're orc brethren, you know. We bonded pretty well, so here I am now. Sorry I'm late. Just uh was a number of things to deal with, my friends. Number of things to deal with. Definitely. Uh there's lots to be done. I don't know about your entrance back there giving away a lot of our information, but <laughs> Well, I mean, you gotta do something. Um <laughs> when you're a six and a half foot tall half orc with a long flowing mane of hair like this. <laughs> You draw attention to oneself. I just feel like in the future we shouldn't tell our people we're in high stress situations with about where our camp is. Oh, I'm built a little bit differently. It's not like they can do anything to us. We should we should live a life of honesty and trust. I mean, if you don't trust them, then how are they to trust you, Julian? How are they to trust you? I think we have very different opinions on how this part goes. But well, I feel like everybody wants something. Um, at this point, um, yeah, given that we're... Pocket and like... Yeah, so Yulian pulls a mouse out of his pocket and it turns into Lawrence. So yeah, about that, we need a relationship built on trust if we're going to do business with each other. <laughs> Trust simply in, like, this is where our camp is. They offered us to stay there. They're not undead. I would have smelt the stench of undeath upon them. I, I, I investigated that. I didn't want to say it loudly and proudly in there, but good news, this person who's been lived long beyond their years, they're not undead. I can smell the undead. Literally. Literally. Just scout out a potential conquest. I don't know about this whole honesty part. Well, the goblins are the goblins are up to something. The kobolds are up to something. Everybody out here is up to something. But if we can build bonds of trust between them, then possibly they can turn their backs on their uh, more nefarious ways towards each other and build a life that is grounded in redemption and honesty. That's fair. I think you're right that whatever this outside malevolent force is, is 
manipulating the goblins. I'm not exactly sure what this is without access to research materials, but clearly there's some sort of mind control at work. Is, um, our, camp, is our camp within this like miasma of like sinister energy? Go ahead and uh, if did you want to cast that spell again, or you can make a what's your um attribute or magic attribute? Oh, I, I cast spells on charisma. I'm a paladin. I can go ahead and uh, make a charisma check. Okay. Um, nine. That was a very bad roll. Uh, anyway, but nine plus four is thirteen. You stop and you think about it, and you can't really feel the same energy that you did when you cast a spell. I mean, I haven't channeled divinity again, so that's pretty normal. Unless that went longer than was it just like a, a momentary thing? I'm not sure how that that ability worked. Yeah, divine sense is something I can use to to sense celestial phoenix or undead energy within sixty feet, even if it's invisible or behind total cover. But I can only do it three times a, a long rest. It's it's a it's literally just a turn to use divine oh, okay. sense as a paladin. I just basically used it in the heart of the their place down there because I, as soon as he said how old he was, I was making sure that we weren't dealing with undead. Ah, oh, gotcha. Understand. Okay, Josh, I'm going to yeah. cast Detect Magic. Uh, that's got a range of 30 feet. Do I notice anything out in the or out of the ordinary around our camp? Uh, no. Okay. So I'm not sensing anything here. What do you think? Are we just going to wait out the night and see if anything comes up? I feel like night is the best time to seek out this sort of thing. I have lots of advantages in the night, personally, so I'm not opposed to it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my investigation, and I'm going to kind of investigate around the fort and around our camp and see if I can find any anything out of place. Basically, investigate. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm an investigator, so I'm going to investigate. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll a knowledge nature check. Uh, I know I, this is a leap, but it makes sense. Uh, um... I was using my investigation skill to actually investigate the area. Okay, well, you do see uh, two hills, um, and that's what the knowledge of nature check is about. All right, well, if it's not something I pick up by investigation, then I'm not sure. Okay. They seem out of the ordinary, but you're not exactly sure why, unless you're rolling knowledge of nature. Sorry. If I recall right, you said there was one hill before. Is that no? There, I if I said okay. one hill, there were two. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> they look like hmm, did it double? They look. <laughs> they look like they might be out of place compared to the area around, but you're not sure why. Josh, am I around to notice this and make the roll, or is that only something that Lauren sees? Uh, Lauren, when you went out and investigated. Yeah, I would. I went out and used my investigation skill to look for clues. Yeah, the only thing that seemed out of the ordinary was those uh, two hills, and they just don't seem like they sit in situ. In situ. Yeah. Sorry, I can't so I come. Words. I come back to camp and go. Apparently, there's something going on with hills. But all in all, there's literally nothing around the entire kobold encampment uh, that shows that any force is messing with them. There is no clues to malevolent attacks. So. Uh, at this point, I've deduced, my friends, that the kobolds are completely lying about everything. There is nothing to indicate anything they said is the truth. 
Uh, that is, yeah. I mean, there's no evidence of an attack on the area, and there's no immediate threat that you see. Um, the only threat that uh, no, they were, were completely lying to us. I think. Okay. Hmm. I felt something different when I was inside. I think there is something somewhere. I just don't know where. Right. I got an odd sense inside as well. It didn't right, but what they were long. telling us, I don't think to be true. Uh, the fact that I used the power of my divine connections to try to persuade them, and he was unpersuadable. The fact that I've investigated around and there's no signs of, you know, attacks against this fortress. Like, nothing, nothing is adding up. The words do not match anything that we've seen. I see where you're going, but I feel like it's too early to jump to that conclusion. The Elder is a very talented magician, far beyond even my capabilities. I did see his uh, illusory uh, Etten when I entered. Yeah. Right. Um, the spell he cast on himself is very potent protective magics. He boarded, I think he's the one, but the windows were boarded up magically it's too oh. too cleanly done to be the work of cobalt hands and they'd also probably have a lot of difficulty lifting that quantity and size of stone anyways yeah they also they walled off a section because they don't need the space right um oh, lauren I, sorry this is a good conversation but i'm i'm sorry i really apologize um when you did scout out you did see that windows were stoned up um so that indicated they are barricading themselves from something but it doesn't look well, like they're they barricading they're barricading yeah. okay. i don't know if they're keeping something out or if they're keeping something in it could just be they're keeping something out we should investigate that further but uh i just did thorough investigations and other than hills being a little out of place which we should look into there's literally nothing else around here to go on. Well, right. other side of those tunnels, maybe we could start by going through, trying to find where those go, and then if we find nothing there, try digging to sneak in to their under part. I guess we could head towards those hills first. We should probably investigate outside before inside. That makes sense. If the same thing is affecting both the kobolds and the goblins, that means that it has access to the surface, and it might even remain on the surface mostly. Yeah. Right, and those tunnels, like you said, those tunnels may go somewhere, so I'm guessing we head towards the hills. That was the only thing I could find that was out of place out here. Uh, do you do that tonight, or do you wait for the morning? Or well, If my compatriots feel that they don't need a rest, then I say we set out tonight. I... I am at full strength. I'm good for the time being. Um, let's go tonight and see if maybe we're bait for whatever this monster is. Yeah, I feel like the monster is more likely to come at us at night. That's why I wanted to go at night as well. Yeah. If there is a monster out here, I feel like we're, we should appear as potential victims, which traveling at night, it would be good for that. All right, uh, you make your way over to the hills. They're not far away. Josh, yeah. can I have my owl on my shoulder and see through her vision, which would grant me dark vision to 120 feet, and still be able to walk around and do normal stuff? And then I can switch back to my vision if I have to do anything difficult. That would be Working very with my own hands. That'd be very awkward. And for vision-based things, 
I might give you a disadvantage if it's appropriate. Okay, then in that case, I can make my own light with produce flame. If okay. we decide that we need to be stealthy, I can put it out and then rely on everybody else to see for me. I did have like one kind of question about like the kobold encampment. Was it any like resemblance between that and like the building with like all the portals and stuff? Like, because like this collapsing tunnels stuff seemed somewhat similar. I was wondering if there's a link to that. I should have had you make an intelligence check. It just seems like that's the only thing so far that seems capable of messing with those materials we found. Yeah. And it was a straight 10. Uh, what'd you get on your roll? Uh, 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I guess anyone else that would like to can make an intelligence check. It's just something that you would have noticed. 21. Good news. I don't have a plus two intelligence and I rolled a one, so... Oh no! Good thing Five E has no critical failures. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not doing critical failures, Lawrence. There are similarities in structures, similar um, building techniques. You think with like stone, how it was uh, put together. So it might be from this culture in the past, if that makes sense. I'm saying the ruins are similar, like architecturally. Okay, so the cobbled Warren. Compared to what was under the tavern or what was on the other side in like where the goblins are mining? Or are all three of them similar? The portal room, like the portal room is nicer, a lot more intricate and stuff like that. And the building that you're in, it was uh, where the cobalt are. Just looks like it was made in a similar fashion, but not nearly as ornate. Okay. We're heading off to the hills that seem to be out of place. And, uh, Lawrence, if you were wanting to make a knowledge nature roll. 23. It looks like they were, it's dirt put there over long periods of time. So it looks like they have been unnaturally built. And it has been a long time since dirt has been added to them. So that's why... At first glance, they look normal, but at closer inspection, they look like they're out of place. Interesting. Do you two think it's worth digging around here to see if it's covering up something? Um, I could do a basic, I don't know, tracking, like survival. And then if that doesn't pull anything, yeah, we can. I'm going to investigate around this area now. Yeah. All right. So go ahead and make a, make a roll. All right, rolling. Alright. Ooh, 19. You do notice uh, some tracks. They look to be from a dog, but or a wolf, but they do something weird. They like skip a beat. Like you'll follow them, then they disappear, and then maybe 10, 20 feet away they uh, reappear again. Huh. Hey, compatriots! I found some tracks. Something is out of place here, though, because the uh, the tracks will come and go as if the the creature is uh, vanishing. But mm -hmm. if I can follow the trail, I would like to follow the, the trail. Uh, yeah, they uh, go up into one of the hills. They lead into a, a grove of trees that's on the top that's kind of overgrown. Um, so before approaching the actual grove, that's what you see. Just an overgrown uh grove of trees and bramble. Compatriots! Compatriots! Come with me, if you will. Do we want to pause for a second 
and I can send my owl up to take a look. That way there's no danger to us. Uh, if your owl can see through the grove of trees, if it's not too thick, then yeah, I think that sounds like a, a, a grand plan. I'm going to stop about 80, 90 feet away from the grove of trees. Is there any cover I can hide behind, or is it all like open space until that point? Yeah, there's random trees and bushes that are just not very concentrated. Okay, I'm going to see if I can find a good place to um, sit down behind one of those, and then I'm going to shift my perception into her, and she's going to go fly up. First, circle up around a bit to see down into the trees, and then if I don't notice any like creatures or anything immediately, maybe perch inside one of the trees to get a closer look. Um, you don't see anything going overboard, um, flying around, but if you have the owl go into the grove, I'll go ahead and make it have a check. She gets a 19 on perception, and she has dark vision out to 120 feet. Under some bushes, there seems to be a uh, dig out or dug out slightly, and you can see one leg is kind of sticking out from the entrance. Uh, it looks canine, but it's pitch black. So you've found an animal, but you're not. Sh but it's kind of like dug under some brush and built a lair. Can I tell if the animal's alive? I mean, if you wait long enough, eventually it'll twitch or something, so yes. Okay, and you said it's underneath, like, it's underneath some bushes, or like there's a cave entrance that it's partially inside? It's more like, like a burrow, like an animal, like, kind of like, it's not an actual cave or a tunnel or anything like that. Just kind of like a, an area that's kind of like dug out under some brush and looks kind of protected. Is it big enough for a human to get inside? Oh, yeah. Um, it is. Okay. I guess you can go ahead and uh, make a knowledge nature check based on the information you've gathered. Six. Some sort of canine. Okay. Um, if there's nothing else that stands out, then I'm going to bamf her out and go back to my normal senses. So there's some sort of canine animal up there. It seems alive. It's hard to really tell. Um, there's a burrow. It's big enough for us to fit in, so maybe we should get closer and see if that leads into the cobalt tunnels. I could definitely get close. I'm really good at not being seen. Uh, smelling is a different matter. That's fair. But if it's sleeping, I can at least try and approach. It wasn't moving much, so it might be asleep. It might be wounded. If it, it might be wounded, we should head on in. I start, I just head into the... I've continued to follow the tracks into the grove. Okay. You give him a 20-foot lead on me and follow <laughs> So as you enter the grove, uh, do you do it stealthily, or you just kind of walk in and look at the animal, or... Oh, how would you like no, to approach? we're not stealthy. Okay. Uh, when I get uh, within 60 feet, however, I will use Divine Sense to see if I sense that if it's uh, fiendish or celestial, or anything like that. Okay. It is not fiendish or celestial. Hmm. Interesting. That 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 were my theory was wrong. Uh, I'm going to approach. I'm going to go through my uh, pack and get some like dried meat rations and ap approach the um, the animal very cautiously and slowly. Kind of like get down and kind of crouch and move towards it very slowly with uh, some meat out. I'll make a handle animal roll. To, I don't know if that's going to 
matter, but in case the handle a animal can help, I rolled a 13. I don't know if I have any plus foot real quick. Um, plus one, so 14 on that. Okay. As you approach, you get it to come out with some food and try to calm it. Uh, it's a large, medium-sized, uh, like, dog comes out, and it looks like a blink dog. It's a blink dog. Uh, it, it's, blink it's growling, but it has not automatically attacked you. It looks to be a blink dog. It may be a blink dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello, hello. I, I've brought some food. How are you today? Is there it, any dogs behind it from what we can see yet? How close do you get? You're, uh, you're about 40 feet is when uh, Lauren's off to do the, the food. If Lauren is 40 feet, I am 60 feet. Yeah, 20 feet behind me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Um... No, it's really hard to make out what's behind the dog other than it kind of goes down to like a, a dirt hole with some brush around it. And... I'm going to make um, a persuasion check since handle animal would not apply to a blink dog. Um, my character knows what a blink dog is, so I'm going to go ahead and use persuasion to be like, hey, hey, I am mean you no harm. We're seeking evil. Uh, I rolled a 14 plus... Persuasion is, I think, a plus four. Yeah, so that's an 18 on persuasion. I'm switching it up from good boy, good boy to talking to it like a intelligent okay. creature that it is. Uh, what um, language do you use? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I speak to it in common, even though Blink Dog can't talk. I don't know. I don't know any other. I don't. I mean, I can rotate through my other languages, but I only speak. I speak common and I speak orc. I don't speak like Sylvan or any of the Fey languages, so I'm just okay. I'm just speaking in common. And eighteen, you said to be like eighteen on my persuasion to basically just say, "Hey, I mean you no harm. We're looking for a malevolent force." Just basically to try, basically eighteen on my persuasion to try to be like, "Hey, hey, we don't mean you any harm." Sorry to sneak up on you like this. It is a pretty aggressive defensive path posture with the growling and stuff like that, and it seems to reduce the amount that it is being uh aggressive in its stance does it appear to be injured in any way or anything like that uh no okay cool well josh uh, go ahead lauren oh i was gonna say i i i my character just plops down on his behind sits cross-legged and just kind of basically taking just sitting down on the ground looking at the dogs just say hey i'm peaceful but so josh does my character know much about these specifically is a blink dog classified as a beast or another type of creature and what kind of languages it might understand out of character it's a fey yeah our knowledge nature to figure out what languages it speaks or can understand 14 sylvan i do speak sylvan unfortunately the i won't be able to use speak with animals on it but i can at least make an attempt I'm going to approach it slowly with both of my hands up. When I get up near Lauren, I'm going to say, hello there. It pops its head to the side and seems confused. He kind of stops growling for a second. Oh, good. You can communicate with it. Oh, good. Oh, good. In a manner. Can you understand me well enough? It nods its head. We're here in investigating some sort of threat to the area that's been, we think it's been causing the kobolds and the goblins to fight each other. Do you know anything about that? 
some kind of monster, some kind of magician. Seems perplexed for a dog. It can't, doesn't seem to know how to answer you. It barks, like a little bark. Like it wants to say something, but it can't say anything in your languages. Oh, um, Lawrence, I don't know what you're saying, this blink dog, but I do, I, I have encountered these before. Can you see if this, uh, this wonderful chap here can, uh, maybe show us the things that are out of place in the area? We could use a guide here, Lawrence. That's fair. Um, I think it understands me, but it can't really talk. I'll see. I've been trying to find out what's, I'm going to turn to the dog and I'm going to say, is there anything bad or out of place nearby that you can lead us to? It doesn't immediately answer you, but shakes its head no when you say lead to. Does that mean you can't lead me, or does that mean there's nothing like that around? Talk inside to the side. More twice. <clears throat> Growls. Are there, are there bad or out of place things in the area? Shakes its head no. With that question. Yes. He seems really frustrated. I I stand up and dust myself off and start walking back the way I came. Because I don't understand the conversation and the dog does not seem to be very happy with our presence there. Are the kobolds nice to you? Nods its head. Are the goblins nice to you? Kind of cocks his head like he's not sure how to answer that. As I pass Yuli, I put my hand on his shoulder and go, I think this is a red herring. I'm going to go back to the hills and investigate further while you and Lawrence deal with this. And my character heads back to the hills and tries to look for other leads. Sounds good. Give a shout if you need me. I'm going to pull out a little bit of rations and hand it to the blink dog. And say, um, thank you for your time. Um, we'll be leaving now. Okay. He takes it into his mouth, doesn't eat it, and goes back in the burrow. I'm going to investigate on my way back to see if there's any other tracks or anything else back as I head back towards the hills that are out of place. Um, let me roll. Yay, that's a 20. Roll a 16. Now it's for investigate? Yeah, I'm investigating on my way yeah. back to look for anything else that's out of place as I head back towards the hills. You notice on the, the other hill, um, there seems to be more signs of fate activity, like... Uh, little tiny footprints in the ground like uh, sprites or pixies or something. Hmm. So there, there is something on the hill that is it's it's there somewhere amongst the, the, the trees. You, you found the area where they would be but they're not obvious. Well, we've climbed the hills, we followed the blink dog, the trails here aren't obvious on a 20. I My character's perplexed. It doesn't seem like there's anything here. I think we're... I'm going to wait for the rest of the character, the other two to get back before I say anything. I'm going to head back to where Lauren is, if nothing else stands yeah. out. Lauren, Lawrence catches up with you. A bunch of fey activity around here. We followed a blink dog. I looked around. I kind of pointed out on the ground. I found some more fey tracks. I think we're just messing around with a bunch of fey, and fey are, are known tricksters. Um, kobolds are hiding something. There doesn't actually literally seem to be anything around here. I have thoroughly once, twice, thrice to over investigated here, and all we found is some fey mounds, a blink dog, um, and literally no signs of anything else. I agree. I guess 
the only other lead I can think of would be if we try something with the Goblin Mayor. Yeah, like, otherwise we're just going to be dinking around with Faye, who, again, are known tricksters. Yeah. And if we can't get any information out of Blink Dogs, who, as a paladin, I have a strong affinity for that Faye above all Faye because they are true and honest and good of all the Faye, then I, I, I don't really want to dink around with the Faye that are known to be, uh, well, lack of a better term, little winged bastards. What if these little winged trickster bastards are behind this? What if someone messed with them or this is just their idea of a prank and they pitted the goblins and the kobolds against each other? Are Faye strong enough to make a 5,000-year-old kobold with weird hex runes scared? 500, not 5,000. Depends on the... Five, my bad. Depends on the Faye. Again, I'm not one... I'm not much one to mess with the, uh, mess with the Faye. I'm not much one to be lied to consistently tricked and deal with that so not a big fan of dealing with the fae when clearly the kobolds and goblins are just both lying to us on some level bare minimum if not lying to us hiding things via omission can get behind that my investigatory skills do not seem to play much uh much help for us in this uh this environment either with the fae because the fae tracks are all around here we found the blink dog like there's we can we can dally around and try to find more to deal with the Fae, but I don't know how that's going to help us. Like, maybe they are the ones playing tricks, but, like, unless one of the two of you have a way to, like, commune with Fae or travel to the Fae wilds or anything like that, I don't know how best we can deal with, with the Fae, whereas I feel like dealing with the goblins is going to be much easier. What is your passive perception, Warren? I don't have that written down, sorry. Uh, my passive perception is 12. Okay. Um, my, so, passive my passive perception is 12, my passive investigation is 13, and my passive insight is 12. You all notice, here, as you're having this conversation in this area, uh, there's a slight rustling. You thought it might be a breeze, but you kind of glance up, and it looks like there is a pixie in one of the trees in the grove that is hiding behind some leaves looking at you. It's Wave trying to it. hide. I literally wave at it so it knows I see it. It jumps up in the air in surprise, and it doesn't run away or anything. It's just like, holy crap, what's going on? You can see me? Kind of you uh, action. You understand the common tongues of man? Cocks its head to the side. I'm going to say in Sylvan, right. <laughs> can you understand? you, Lawrence. <laughs> I can and once yeah. again, cannot communicate with me. Can you, can you understand me, friend? Yeah, I say that in Sylvan. Uh, in a high-pitched, squeak uh, voice. That's pleasant to the ears. I can hear you. What? 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 What are you? I don't. What are you guys? I've never seen you like. The hottest traveling boy um, band in the Northeast. I'm a human. Um, <gasps> my name is Goodness. Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence Vinter. This is uh, Master Ulian Faust. Uh, he's an elf. This is Master Lauren. Uh, he's a half-orc. Uh, as as maybe points to me, my character has just come up with something that might help, at least in his mind. Uh, I pull the shovel off of my traveling explorer's pack, and I just start to dig in the hill with that has the most footprints on it. 
I just start digging while they're talking. The uh, Pixie are like looks down at Lauren and kind of flies up and he, Lauren, there is a Pixie flying above you. It seems to be scrutinizing you as Lawrence was talking. So you've got its interests. <laughs> I go, I just look at Lawrence and go, continue your conversation. And I continue to dig. What should we call you, friend? Lacey, what is he doing? Hey, Julian, can you give me a hand over here? Um, he's digging. <laughs> I thought I was keeping Genius. an eye out on things, but uh, I suppose I could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I go over and help. The trick it I learned back being an investigator, we call this a good investigator, bad investigator. We're the bad investigator right now. <laughs> okay. The pixie kind of, while still having the conversation, flies down to without with not within arm's reach but flies down to closer look to see what you're doing with the shovel so it's just just out of reach so we're um, I nod and continue to dig so mistress Lacey, um we're in the area investigating some kind of um malevolent force or monster um we believe that it's been pinning the goblins and the kobolds against each other and they're on the verge of war and we're trying to stop that we think that there might be something causing it do you know anything about that there is something wrong with nature i used to live in a grove far far away over there it just kind of weighs off in a direction that's off in the distance but I felt safer over here, so I, I, I moved over here. Uh, my neighbors were getting really testy. And pranks are fine, but when they die, when someone dies from a prank, that's a little bit too much. Um, plus it's a goblin. Or a kobold. Or I guess humans. But no, it was a pixie. That was, that was bad. We shouldn't be pranking each other like that. This conversation's in Sylvan, right? Yeah. Okay. What happened? Oh, there's like some fire, and it burned his wings, and he fell, and it was it was it was heinous. All the other Sylvan just, or all the other pixies and fairies, they just laughed and thought it was amusing. I just, I didn't like it. I got, I got out of there as fast as I could. So you're the only one that left the place. You think that the rest of them are still there? Oh, probably. They're days away. Dig in, dig in. Would you be able to give us directions to this, your pixie town? Sure. It is that way. He points in the general direction he was waving at earlier. It's past that uh, tree. He describes a tree. He describes another tree. He describes a grove of trees, a stream, and a rock outcropping with a spring in it. As you're digging and you're kind of going through the rubble or the the land, you notice that it's it's kind of it's kind of rocky. You notice that the rocks actually look kind of like the cave rocks in the uh, hobble area, like the color and stuff like that, and the kind of the kind of rocks they are. I'm so, investigating more closely. Okay, uh, twenty-two. Uh, it looks like it's very possible that this is a long-term pile up of rocks and dirt from underground. Pretty sure it would have taken a long time to do this much. But it looks it 
it look it matches the cave. So someone excavated from the Cobalt Fortress and then came and put it over here. Yes. But okay. it was a must have been a while ago. I pick up a rock and then kind of twirl it around in my hands, toss it towards the kobolds, and go. That that old kobolds lived for five hundred years. At some point, when they were excavating their caves, this is just their dumping ground. Hey, Lawrence, can you ask the pixie why it cared so much about these uh, piles of uh, dirt from so long ago? I'm gonna ask the pixie. Um, why did you come to this place specifically? Is there something noteworthy about these hills? Or is this just like the first place you found when you fled? And I'm a, I'm using investigate to appraise the rocks to see if I can make see if any of these rocks are like some special mineral or something. To Lawrence, uh, it says, uh, "I just felt safer when I got to this area. There's hmm. just this the, the stress just left me. I, I guess is the word I can think of. And I I I like the spot. And he points to the tree that he was standing, or she points to the tree that she was standing on. I brought the seed oil for, for my grape all by myself, and I planted it here. Uh, and Lauren, regular rock. It looks like it's, mm. you might see some old chisel marks on it if you pick up the right one. So it looks like it had worked, like chiseled off of something. It's fine. That answers my question. It's not, it's not a mineral that's creating this feeling. It's some other effect that's going for, is coming from the fort. Yeah. That's, that's basically uh, my character is trying to discern is whether or not the good feeling that the kobolds were describing uh, was coming from a mineral, a magical mineral, or if it was coming from something else, seems like something else. I'm going to turn to the pixie. I'm going to ask her, have you had any dealings with the kobolds or the goblins since you got here? Uh, no, I mean, I've seen them. I mean, the kobolds go that way, and they kind of point back to the goblin towns. And sometimes, oh, there was this mean-looking orc. He came by. And he walked around for a while, and then I like, <laughs> I made him trip, and it was funny. He 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 dropped his axe, and then he went to the front door, and uh, and that didn't go well for him. What happened? There are these like dogs that look like stone, and then they ate him. My ears perk up at the word orc, but only the word orc, and only because my characters had a lot of dealings with being bullied by elves. So they say, oh, that's like, it's kind of like that one word you know from a foreign language. I'm like, talking about me? But I don't understand any of the rest, obviously. It's like, orc. When I see that, I turn to Lauren, to Lauren and I say, it sounds like the goblin town sent an orc warrior of some sort to bully the kobolds. And he got killed by those dog gargoyles. When I was spending time talking to the orc bartender, like I told you I did, because I was missed the first session, Belnor, did, did the orc bartender back in the Goblin Town mention anything about them sending an orc? Uh, no, the uh, he did not. Um, okay. They, but... So this is the first I'm hearing about this, okay. So I'm going to take this opportunity to relay what Lacey has told to me so far and say that this is more widespread than we thought. Um, maybe we should go investigate the Pixie Town, like tomorrow or something. Do we have any indication that the goblins or kobolds are going to attack each other anytime in the near future? When they were talking to... Uh, did they, they give us a time frame to work in? No, they didn't give a time frame. They just want... The goblin or the... Uh, goblin 
mayor was like, I want these killed now. Go deal with it. So he wants it immediately dealt with. He seemed very agitated. So he, they, the goblin, I, I just, I'm, I'm just deducing out loud here. The goblin mayor wants the kobolds dead. The goblin mayor already sent one of his own citizens to try to kill the kobolds. The goblin mayor is using us as assassins at best. Yeah. Dark mercenaries, whatever the case may be. That's not cool. The kobold, however, this peaceful feeling that's being relayed to us from Lawrence talking to the pixie, same peaceful feeling that's coming from there. They've dumped rocks out here. So whatever is permeating the fortress is also permeating these hills, which is what's making the pixie feel good. However, the pixie fled because of some death tricks, which that, just like Lawrence said, I kind of want to investigate that. How far away, uh, out of character, how far away was the goblin village again, Belnorn? Uh, like four or five hours. Part of me wants to roll up on the goblin village and get some answers because we can get there tonight stay the night in an inn, deal with them. We're only going to set ourselves back four hours before we investigate this Pixies problem. Whereas if we're traveling almost half a week there, who knows how long we're going to have to deal with it there and back. There's a lot more time. And I kind of want to put the fear of the tribunal of gods into that goblin. Because the last thing I want is us to come back in a week or two weeks and there had to be a whole fight going on and a bunch of dead bodies that we can avoid. I think that's a good plan. Uh, I do have one question. This yeah. description of where this pixie came from doesn't match the the same directions I was given about that like weird forest that the elder told me about originally. Yeah. No. Okay. I was wondering if that if it was maybe hiding in that forest, but no. Never mind. Um, to be clear, the directions weren't very good. It was based off trees and natural and and like a river and spring, so you might be able to do it or follow it, but it was kind of hard to follow, and it sounded like it was a couple of days away based on what the pixie said. Lawrence, Lawrence, can you do me a favor and ask the pixie how long the pixie's been here? Because when you were relaying all the information, you mentioned that a pixie brought the seed oil and planted the tree. Trees don't grow very fast, so unless I don't know if it was fey magic that grew the tree quicker, or based on the kobold's age, if we're talking about tricks that were happening to her people hundreds of years ago. Because right, pixies live a very long time. Okay, I'm going to turn back and say, Mr. Slacy, how long have you been living here? A long time. That long, points oh. at the tree. A ask, ask in, uh, I, I know I don't understand what you're saying. Um, my dealings with fey folk, the minimal I've had, it's kind of like dealing with celestials. It's easier to ask them in seasons. Ask them how many winters or how many summers, things like that. Um, creatures who live a very long time seem to deal more in uh, numbers of seasons than lengths of time. Multiple winters? Oh, yes. It's been like 40-ish. 40. I'm going to say 40. Wow, that's a long time. Have you seen any of your own folk in that time? Occasionally, every once in a while. She points over to uh, the other hill. There's some nice folks over there. Say that last sentence again. There are some nice folks over there. Yeah, we, we ran into a blink dog a little bit before we came here. Um, have you she talked knows. to that one before? Mm-hmm. He just had puppies. Now, oh, that's awesome. Uh, that would have been a sight to see. Unfortunately, um. He can't speak as well as you can, so we won't be able to get much information out of him. That would be hard. 
Can he talk to you? Dogs don't really talk. Well, you're... Clear, he can understand me. Right, but I mean, clearly there's differences between the fair folk and humans. Maybe there's something you can do that we can't. The hill that the hill that she pointed to, since I can't understand the words, that's that first hill we investigated where all I found was the blink dog prints, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I visit from time to time, but it's really a one-sided conversation. That's fair. I'm going to turn back to the other two. Um... Yeah, she's been here for about 40 years. There aren't a whole lot of fae that come out this way other than the Blink Dog. And she can't talk to him any better than we can. Mm -hmm. uh, she lands, she picks up two tiny stones in the pile that you did and starts clacking together, throws one back in the hole, and then fl flies back up for no apparent reason. I'm perplexed by it, but and I don't speak its language, but I'll pick up two stones and clack them together as well while smiling. Be like, She seems very amused by that. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to know before we head back to Goblin Town? Oh, Lawrence, can you ask if she wants me to put the hill back the way it was? Mr. Slacy, is this hole that they've been digging all right, or do you want them to put it back the way it was? No, it's fine. If it rains, I might fill up and I'll have a little pond. I could see that being nice. No, I think we're good. Um, okay, no, I, I don't go back to those. The, the fae over there, they won't, they're not nice. Did they do anything to you or to Jess to your friend that got burned? Just to my friend, but who knows? Yeah, they like to play tricks on each other when they get that bad. No, not, no, not for me. That's fair. Well, thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure to meet you, madam. Have a good evening. Goodbye. She flies up above Lauren, flies around a little bit again. Feels a little tingly as uh, some dust falls on you, but nothing really happens. Pixie dust, and it flies up and sits at the branch and, and just watches you. I feel the best thing is to go back to the goblins and make sure that they don't do anything rash while we investigate anything further away from this area. If we killed them, we killed them. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. Um, maybe we can put a bug in the ear of some of them about setting up a trade route uh, or do you um, think that's premature i think we should deal with the threat first but um while we're there i also plan uh i befriended an orc uh bartender in addition to speaking with uh, the goblin while i was there um so as i can communicate well in the culture and language of orcs um i don't know how the orcs must feel now discovering that an orc warrior was sent, murdered, and we heard nothing of it. Uh, I'm going to talk to my orc brethren and hopefully figure out a little bit more about uh, our deceased friend that that came before us. Do you speak of Ulog? Yeah, yeah, I speak of Ulog. Ulog and I had a uh, had a mighty fine drink post closing of the tavern when I came through. Being being half orc myself, you know, it's and having been partially raised by my 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 orc mother. Uh, I understand the cultures a bit better of orcs, so. I very much would wish for him to join our our homestead and replace uh, Brevin, but. <laughs> I, um, I, I'm going to speak with the orcs because the orcs seemed more forthcoming than the goblins, and I'm wondering if there's underlying tensions between the goblins and the orcs um, 
it's it's not common that the orcs are going to be very placated when one of their own is sent basically to their death and um that was very glossed over in my passing through i don't know if they were more forthcoming with you when you came through but they said about being attacked and people being murdered they said nothing about sending basically a killer straight to the doorstep of the kobolds Ulog told us something about there being a scuffle yeah this scuffle based on the information we got from the pixie the scuffle sounds more like the goblin elder just sent somebody to intimidate not like a uh a highly armed yeah. uh orc is not uh usually generally an emissary yeah, yeah. I, 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 I say that with i say that with notable <laughs> irony involved but uh i know Lawrence, how my people are perceived no. Lawrence, you lean you do remember and because it's been a long time, so I'm going to remind you of this. Um, the goblin said that the goblin mayor did say that he sent an emissary and they were killed and they were trying to bring peace. Ulog said he had never heard of anyone dying and the scuffle was that you remember that you talked about was with the farmer. Oh, the, the scuffle was told that it was something that happened in town. Hmm. Uh, a little bit outside of town. The we are, but the farm, but we already went there. Josh, was the scuffle on the farm the same thing? I thought so. Okay. But I, I said that people had, they've been doing this for a while. Okay. And you even noted, you guys noted that the goblin was lying and Ulog was not like confirming that someone was sent. Right. So. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go back to the orc tavern. Yeah, uh, back, back, back to that town. Catch some sleep and figure out things before we head deeper out. Uh, collect lamps as we go. <laughs> um, so it takes you a couple hours. It's pretty late, but the inn's still open. Um, it's not very busy. Ulog is cleaning tables. Greetings, Ulog. And then an orc, I say, uh, orcish greetings of well met, orcish brethren. Ulog responds in kind and says, Greetings, in, in Orcish. You're back already. Yeah, we uh, look around. I, I continue to speak in Orcish. Uh, yeah, we've we discovered a few things, but uh, information we were given by um, by your mayor doesn't seem to sit accurately. It turns out a while back, an orc, an armored orc, was sent. Unfortunately, met with uh, his demise. But when we were coming through, I didn't hear anything about any orcs being sent from the village here. He looked very perplexed. He also, I haven't heard of any orcs being sent how, there. How long have um, how long have you been here? Like, how long have you been the bartender here? That that, that we were, we did deal with the Fey folk, and their time frames were like forty yes. plus years. So it could be that they they tell time as if it was yesterday, despite it being decades. You know. Uh, let's see, I am thirty two. And my family's ran this thing for a while. So, so yeah, I mean, I took over about six years ago. Uh, six years ago, you took over, but you're 32. So if we're talking over 40 years, interesting. Um, yeah, me and my friends, uh, I put some gold on the table. We're, uh, we're going to need some a place to stay for the evening so we can talk with the mayor in the morning. Um, we're definitely looking into this, trying to get peace going. Um, in addition to rooms for the night, Provided we can get to the bottom of it, and this is just a misunderstanding, how would you feel about possibly working with the kobolds, a trade route? Like, if we could broker peace versus hostility. If 
thing for a moment. We used to have relations with the kobolds, but then they they turned nasty and they got greedy and I don't know. I mean, I'm all for for peace and love, but I don't know. I think I think there is a I can't get into it now. I think there's sinister elements at work. I think there is a couple bad apples spoiling the bunch. I think uh I think it just might be a bad batch of ale here, not uh not bad ale, just one bad batch. So we're going to we're going to dig further into it. There seems to be a lot of different uh machinations, but we're going to do I'm going to do our best towards redemption and peace because uh we don't want any more loss of lives, my friend. Yeah, I want to chime in in Orc as well and then ask uh, about that greedy comment. When you say they were greedy, what are they What are they greeting after? Like, what are they raising, uh, like, prices or something? I was, I was a child the last time there was really formal negotiation. They're, they were just asking for more and we couldn't give more and they were raising the prices. And... Do you have a lore keeper or records keeper here in town for past trade dealings or histories, things like that. Does anybody here in your, uh, your settlement keep, keep records? I go back to There's speaking a... in common, by the way. Okay. Ula goes back to speaking in common as well. The mayor can dictate that there is a scribe and there, there is a scribe um, and they keep records, but we don't Perfect. focus on that very often. No, no. Unfortunately, we might have to dig back, but it, I, your information has been, been very helpful. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, I tossed a like couple a... extra. I could top a couple more gold coins on the bar. I'm vastly, I'm paying five gold, vastly overpaying. It's like, might we grab a place to 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 sleep for the eve? Of course. Uh, uh, you'll have to share uh, two rooms. I only have two rooms available. But... Oh, that that's fine. Well, we, we are adventurers. We are used to sharing cramped spaces. Do not worry. Would you like a lead supper? Oh. Yeah, I am starving. How about you, Lawrence and Ulian? Food and Lance? That would be appreciated. Um, excellent. Uh, if, you, if you have a seat, I, I will go warm up some stew. Gulag walks away and goes back into the kitchen. So, Lawrence and Ulian, here's my thoughts. When we talk to the mayor, I want to try to get access to the scribal records. Um, there is no way with a fae to know how long ago that orc visited the kobolds. Um, and they're talking about raising prices. I also don't know how long the Goblin mayor's been in charge. So something bad may have happened decades ago, and we are dealing with the aftermath of a decades-old problem because the phase kind of puts some perspective on the lengths of time that are going on here. I could agree. I'm only worried that Goblin record-keeping doesn't sound promising, but... Oh, not necessarily. This town doesn't fit any of the stereotypes that we're used to for goblins. Yeah, don't be racist, my friend. I also, I, I also don't fit the description of, a, of an investigator. And ba back in the metropolis, <laughs> I, was one of the, like... I was one of the best investigators <laughs> around. So, For sure, I'm just saying. We should also have, consider other options, but it's a good place to start. Right. Uh, after a little while, Ulog comes out, uh, brings three bowls of uh, stew and a couple loaves of bread. Do you want any to drink? More squeal, maybe? Nope. I'll fill my tankard up. 
Lawrence? What was they squeal? They will never say Remind no to me? Orcus hospitality. Tankards all around. <laughs> okay. It's a really bitter beer-like substance. When when Ulog's out of when Ulog's out of um earshot, I'm like, you don't have to sip it. It's just Orcish custom. Just cheers it, smash it, spill most of it on the floor. You don't have to drink it, but we it, it's just customary. Uh, he comes. He comes back with uh, three cups. Uh, two of them have uh, squeal puts it in front of Lawrence, and or Lawrence, Lawrence and Lauren puts an empty cup in front of Julian. Puts a jug on there, and it's like water if you want it. Much appreciated. Let me know if there's anything you need. I'm going to continue cleaning up for the night, and then I'll be turning in. Thank you so much for your hospitality in these late hours. Of course, it has such. Different and strange people. I we haven't had any visitors like this that I can ever remember. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that. Then Ulog goes back to wiping down tables and putting up chairs, and then he cleans. And yeah, he's doing that for a long time. Let you ask him for anything else. So we have goblins and orcs and kobolds and civilized situations. We have fey, good and evil fey, and no one's seen a fucking human or an elf in forever. No. <laughs> yep. All right. And I'm out of place being half-human. So far, everybody seems... At best, at worst, we're a novelty to them. I don't think anybody's reacted negatively to any of us. So, if you do anything else uh, tonight, uh, make up to the bed, or you go to your rooms, um, sleep I in it. in the, the like general dining area, since I just have to trance and not sleep. Okay. Once they kind of leave, I kind of want to go try and break into the record place. <laughs> okay. You're not exactly sure where that is. For sure, yeah. I just kind of want to like, take a walk around and see if I can't get a layout for things. <laughs> okay. Make an intelligence check. That is a zero total. Okay. Um, there, is... <laughs> what... <laughs> there is one building that is perhaps bigger than the rest. Um, they're pretty simple buildings. Sure. Okay. Seems like a strong lead. Uh, are there any, like, goblins or orcs walking around? No, this is, like, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. No. Perfect. Everyone's in bed. I want to go look through some windows. <laughs> Regular houses, I mean, they're very simple. They're, they're, some of them are not well kept because some people are messy, some people aren't messy. The big um, building. Oh, the big building. Uh, it looks like there is areas for work and there's areas for living. It is the only building that seems to be like that, other than like the Smith blacksmith and stuff like that. Like, cool. I want to go to one of the, the the working sections. Okay. Um. The the door is locked. Oh, there's windows, right? Yeah. Cool. I want to try and sleight of hand. Lockpick it. Okay. Sick. Go ahead and make a roll. I mean, the, the window opens. There's no yeah. lock on the window. Okay. I got a natural 20 anyway. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, just pop that bad boy open and take a quick look around inside. Are you being stealthy? Yes, for sure. All right, go ahead and make your check. 21. Okay. You move unimpeded. This looks like it might be some sort of town hall yeah but it has living quarters in it 
Uh, there's a um, area for like a writing desk. Um, in the in this room, there's another room behind it, and then there's some stairs that go up. Sure, I'm I'm mainly looking for records that we okay. spoke of earlier. Yeah, you do find a room with uh lots of what looks like it could be records, probably records, um, parchments and books, and journals, stuff like that. Sure, it looks for anything that seems old. <laughs> Go and make a perception. Six. A six? Yes. You don't see anything that is particularly old. You do notice that a lot of them are dusty, like records aren't really used very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But you don't find one that's... I mean, there's ones that are obviously older, but there's nothing that seems ancient. For sure. Yeah. Is there anything with, like, a big lock on it or something? Or like... No. Okay. Uh, what about... Like anything that would look like a fancier room, like the mayor section. Not downstairs. As you walk around, um, it looks like this building is partitioned into a living quarters because you find the kitchen downstairs and a dining room, stuff like that. And the other half is pretty much just like the writing desk area and then the back record room. For sure. Okay. So there's no fancier area where the the mayor would have been because we've been here before once, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not the room specifically, no. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the record or the intelligence check was to determine if you remember where the, which building the mayor came from. Okay. So nothing's in here. So I'm just gonna. Go yeah, I mean, you found the here. records you're looking for. I mean, I found records, but none of them seem like. Oh, is there any military thing? Anything about like orcs being sent? Anything like that? Death records. Go ahead and make an investigation check if you're reading and kind of like writing yeah. through them. That's an eight. No, I mean, no, you don't find anything specifically about that. You notice they're not kept very well. Um, they skip dates around. Uh, mm-hmm. The further you go back, the more they're kept. It looks like they haven't really kept up records in the last 10, 20 years. There are records, they're just sparse. I guess the last thing I'll look for is anything like a keyword of kobolds. Yeah, I mean, you see them talk about kobolds every once in a while. It's usually they are a couple records of them coming and attacking or stealing stuff. Uh, there's no accounts of death um, by the kobolds. Obviously, bruising, you know, broken bones, stuff like that if people try to confront them. But it seems there's no. You don't notice any death. I guess. How big is this stack of of files that would be interesting like that? Oh, it's like a whole like wall shelf. A whole shelf, okay. Like, yeah, it's like the back of the room is like organized not not very well organized, but there's cubbies with scrolls, journals, it doesn't it's kind of haphazard. Okay, I don't care. I'm gonna literally just hang out here for the next two hours. Oh, okay. Go ahead and make a stealth and a uh, intelligence check. Got twenty four on stealth and a natural twenty, but nineteen total on the intelligence. Or some uh, highlighted notes. Um, sure. Records recently haven't been kept very well, but the cobalt attacks are kept. There seems to be some sort of uh, overarching government structure beyond the village because they have to pay taxes uh, to some sort of kingdom. It, the further you go back, it goes back. You're able to go back. 
at least 100 years. Uh, but around um, tw or 40 and 50 years ago, uh, the records seem to not be in place. It looks like uh, there is a fire. Hmm. But you do notice a trend of uh, increasing hostility towards the Cobalts, and taxes are being raised by the kingdom, and there seems to be some agitation between them that just, it's, it's almost generational, and something has changed over the generations. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this, anything about this fire, though, like, where was it? Is there anything about that? It was the town hall. The town hall here in this town caught on fire about 40 years ago. 40. 4 zero. Four zero. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, around that time. Okay. Interesting. And the tone of the record-keeping since then was very, much more opinionated, less academic, and bias was shown and became more one-sided as time went on. Is there anything to suggest that they think the kobolds caused the fire? No, it. they think that the mayor at the time got drunk and built a fire and passed out. Because he was also... Did he die He was pulled fire? out. He did not die in the fire, but he was severely wounded. Someone was able to pull him out before he got... He was killed. Um, but he was definitely inebriated. And he doesn't really remember what happened that night because he was too drunk. Sure, okay. Alright. Uh, I'll go ahead and take that information and make it look like I wasn't here. <laughs> go back. Okay. Go ahead and uh, make a slide of hand check. Eight. So you think you did well, and, and then, then you leave, and you go back, uh, and all the lights are off. I mean, they were off when you left. But yeah. It's probably like 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I'll go back to the tavern, just kind of hang out in the main area and just sit in the trance while I wait for them. Okay. Uh, morning comes around. Uh, Lily comes in. Like, did you just sit down here all night? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> mm, he kind of shrugs. And, okay. Uh, breakfast will be ready in a couple hours. Sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, Lauren, Lawrence, uh, you guys wake up in the morning. Um, you are pretty late, so you wake up not at the dawn unless you set uh, wards or something that work you up. No, nothing like that. Okay. Nothing like that. Nope. So, so it's it's morning. You wake up and yeah. All right. Go down. Go out to get my meal. Go sit with uh, wherever uh, Ulian is sitting. I do the same. Ulog uh, greets you. Says, uh, "Have a seat." And you can go sit down and uh, bring you some food. Um, doesn't ask if you want squeal, but brings brings you water and lets you ask for something else to drink. Our water's fine. Yeah. No. As soon as nobody is around to listen to us. Yeah. There are a couple goblins, like... but they're not near you. Okay. So hushed tones would work. Yeah. Yeah. Very low tone. Be like. So last night I went on a little walk. Uh, the records that I have found aren't too promising. But interestingly enough, the only major thing that sticks out to me is that 
uh, one, it seems like this is part of a kingdom, and the kingdom seems to be raising a lot of taxes, which might be some sort of indication. But also, the only thing I can really find out that lines up 40 years ago was there was a, a the town hall caught on fire, so there's a lot of records that are missing from there, and since then, a lot of records have been very opinionated as opposed to academic. Oh. So it might not be the kobolds who are being greedy, but being framed as the greedy ones because the mayor needs to deal with the raised taxes. It's the best thing I can find. So I'm assuming he wants the kobolds dead to take the precious metals, maybe? Take their wealth. Yeah. That's a good possibility. I, My interpretation was that everybody's tensions were raised and so they each perceive everyone else as greedy because they're all being affected by it mm, good point good point well but i yet, think that i think the way to get to the bottom of this is going to be to go talk to that mayor right still the best way to go i just i don't know running out of it's paper leads not too long after you're finished eating your thing about going to find the mayor the mayor actually walks in and mayor he, Walks over to your table and like claps his hands together. So they're all dead now? You finished it? You solved the problem? I told you this once. I'm not an assassin. But it seems you sent an assassin a while back. Uh, an orc no one's mentioning you sent to, to their death. Yeah. Looks, you know, his eyes are kind of like a looking left or right. Like, I sent an emissary of peace. No, you would not have sent an emissary a piece. Let's connect the dots. You sent us to kill people without giving us full knowledge of those people. Your taxes are being raised by the kingdom. It seems like you wanted us to kill people so you could be a petty thief of the resources. Now, Lauren, Lauren, uh, <laughs> I, I, can, I can appreciate your directness, but at the same time... Oh, I do not appreciate being used. That the goblin is like his eyes are all white and he's stuttering. He's like, but but no, uh, um, but the kobolds attacked us. All right, I'm gonna make an intimidate check here to get more information out of him. Okay, fourteen plus six, so twenty. I would like to slip away from the table and kind of go towards the entrance of this place and kind of keep an eye out in case he has an entourage of guards or something. Okay. I got a 20 to intimidate him to give us more information. Oh, yeah. He's, like, scared out of his wits. He's like, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Yes, I sent the orc. Records were burnt. Taxes are raised. Just give us the full picture of what's going on. We want to make this mutually beneficial. The kobolds want to live in peace. There's something that they are fearing. You want their precious resources. They just want food. They just want to eat. I feel like this is easily worked out. If you just give us the facts. The kobolds are hiding things. You're hiding things. Stop hiding things and we can fix this for you. We want to fix this for you. No, those those kobolds are evil. They're just evil. He's being like, he, he's throwing a fit unrealistically, at, like just seeing some blatantly racist bullshit about kobolds and how terrible they are. And he just wants them eliminated. No well, threats to our village or the kingdom What did they do to you then? Other than killing... Other than their, their wards, by the way, it was their wards, their protections that caused the orc emissary to die. Other than that, what have they done? 
they're they're also they're scared out of their minds they're basically imprisoning themselves within their walls uh he it also seems that he just has an inborn fear that he can't explain about why they're bad and they've been attacking the village and they used to be okay but they they just started driving up prices they started attacking us for resources and they're, they're just savage all right um i'm going to obviously make a roll for um I'm going to basically try to discern if he's telling the truth. Because it sounds like a bunch of racism, but I'm going to go ahead and make a, a roll here to see if I can deduce if he's being honest about the attacks and things like that, or if this seems like it's a blatant lie. And I okay. got a 16 on that. Okay. He is telling the truth about the attack. He seriously believes that they're really bad. Uh, some other information you need to discern is it's kind of like the policy of the kingdom to deal with this it's not just him and his feelings it's like a societal pressure that has built up the kobolds have attacked you they're being greedy the kobolds just want supplies and they're willing to trade their precious minerals is what they're telling us however you're getting pressure from the kingdom how long have you been mayor for 15 years all right and your predecessor felt the same as you do right towards the kobolds not no I mean, the policies have changed since my, the mayor was there, but the kobolds have also changed. He's trying to explain that it has got gradual, like, no, the, the mayor wasn't as strict as I was, but the kobolds have gotten worse is his uh, explanation. When does the tax collector come next from the kingdom or an emissary or anybody from the kingdom come back to your village next? Or do you send people to the kingdom? Well, tax collector usually comes back... Uh, near the beginning of the month. Where is it in the month right now? I'm going to ask directly, yeah, the goblin in common. The kobolds, the fey folk, all seem impacted by some malevolent force. Do you feel that same pressure, that same force, like an outside force invading your mind, putting pressure on your village, raising tensions for you? It is currently the seventh day, so... The okay. tactical clicker just came back, uh, was here just a little under a week ago. And like, like, no, I, I don't know about anything that would outside pressure me. I mean, the kingdoms want to secure the, their borders, but where's the kingdom located from here? The kingdom seat. He says it's about a five day uh, ride following the the road. Is that towards where the Fae person said that their village was? No. Okay. Is that where Marshmallow headed? Technically, yes. The last time you heard that Marshmallow was going anywhere was down that road. Okay. All right. I know I scared you, and I apologize for that, but it seems everybody is holding back information, and I needed this information. Do not send anybody else towards the kobolds. We will assure the kobolds send no one else towards you. If you can maintain peace for the rest of this month, I assure you we will work this out. We are not going to mindlessly slaughter the kobolds because there's something else at play here. I don't know that you're, I don't think you're part of what is at play here, but there is something else at play here. There's something else causing issues. It's been decades of buildup. There's some malevolent force behind this. We are going to solve this for you, 
but we can't solve this for you if you escalate problems with the kobolds. And you've seen what my ire looks like, so I please give us the rest of this month to figure this out. It, 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 if you're able to get the kobolds to stop attacking us, it will... I guess that's... I'll settle for that. Give, give, us, give us the month. There's something at play here. And if it turns out to be the kobold, we will, met out, we will meet out justice. If it turns out to be you, we will meet out justice. If it turns out to be a third party, which I really am feeling it is, we will meet out justice. The goal here, the goal here is to bring the kobolds, the goblins, the orcs, and the kingdom into a state of being that is harmonious, that benefits all again. It was like that for Lord knows how much time. The three gods watch over you all. It was like that for a long time, and something changed about 40 years ago. Based on talking to the Fey folk, there's something that has been creeping beneath the surface for the last four decades. And of course, being younger, being a newer mayor, that is a lifetime to you, but there's something at play here beyond just greedy kobolds and scared goblins. He is just overwhelmed, and he's just glad that you didn't attack him. He's like, oh... Oh, okay. Just don't don't hurt me, please. He seems very I'm, cowardly. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna hurt you. But it is that fear, it is that racism and fear that is causing part of this issue. Oh, oh, okay. If you get them to stop, I'll also I'll still pay you. Don't 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 worry. At this point it's not about payment. We are not assassins. I don't know about that. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for a very particular reason and I still <laughs> the goblin looks like he wants to kind of leave but he's not leaving and he looks over at you Lauren may, 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 may I go now yes he runs the hell out of there I don't know where that leaves us <laughs> Ulog comes over and says what, what was all that about I'm trying to put a stop to needless death we are not paid assassins. Your mayor wanted us to go kill the kobolds. The kobolds are fearful. Your mayor is fearful. Everybody is afraid. And I do not think I needed to get the truth out of him because there's something at play here that is causing this fear. And it is not greedy kobolds. And it is not racist goblins. Hmm. I mean, don't really trust those kobolds. But I can get behind not killing a bunch of people. I just don't want more needless deaths. I don't want more orcs sent to kobolds that find themselves death. I don't want more people beset upon and raided. Uh. Yeah, the same thing that folk in this town have been saying about the kobolds. We've heard from the kobolds about your folk. Clearly, something is at work that's manipulating everybody towards violent ends. None character. of us want that. Out of character, Belner, there was nothing to indicate when we were when I was investigating and we were talking to the kobolds. There's nothing to indicate that the kobolds are even leaving their walls, right? Other than raiding the town. Oh, they are factually raiding the town. Yeah, they have they have we, actually done that. Yeah. The tracks I found said that two oh. weeks ago, the, the attack. Yeah, about two weeks ago. Happened. All right. Yeah. Well, sorry. My character, my character might have blown. I say. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought the way the walls were described that the kobolds hadn't actually been leaving their fortress. It's it happened, but it had been, been a while. while. So, yeah. Yeah. so if we can just do the trade route, that'll cut that out. 
I also it, it, look look at Ulia and Lawrence and Lance. I know Lance is, is technically there and go. We need to get this resolved before we deal with the greater issue that we were sent on a mission to these unexplored, unpopulated lands. And there's already a kingdom here since our kingdom wants to um, ideally absorb into the empire these people. You to absorb the way I think you are. What? I think as long as we're using absorb in the way that we understand it, yeah. Well, yeah, I would not have taken a mission that meant a war between our people and theirs. So resolving differences will give us more leeway when we talk to whoever the sovereign of these lands is, because ideally the overarching mission would be to have these lands become vassals to our empire. Correct me if I misunderstood our, our overarching mission we were given. Um, it was Conquest. basically to explore the area, <laughs> find out uh, what's here, and if they could peacefully integrate, yes. Yeah. But the Empire doesn't always peacefully resolve integration. Right. And that, out of character, that my character's entire motivation for doing this is to make sure we have peaceful integration. So that, that's my yeah. own character's motivation of being here is okay. do what we can to help peacefully integrate because my character is very much against policies of uh, murder. Murder, <laughs> if we can avoid it. So, um, yeah. So I think we need to figure out the malevolent force that affected the Fey. We need to get the trade route down. And yes, that was probably the most direct and painful way to do this, but I needed the goblins not to send more people out to their death. Because if we come back in two weeks and there's just an all-out war, we've kind of failed both folk here. Sure. No, I, no, I, th I think you're right. And this, this angle is probably the best way we could have approached it because he didn't seem to be too amenable to diplomacy when we first got here. Yeah. We should no. probably check on he's, the home he's a, before he's we a, take a week off, though. No, he is a, he's scared. He's scared. That's what we saw there. He is he's prone to fear. He does want to protect his people. His people are being raided. A mixture of racism and fear is what's causing this. So I think we need to go assure that the kobolds also won't attack, and then we can choose whether to investigate the malevolent force towards the Fey, which I think which is my personal vote, or if you you all have a better route, that route. But as, as long as we can secure this. A month of peace, I think that's our best option. Because I'd like to be here when the tax collector comes next. That sounds reasonable. Again, I think we should check on the homestead before we leave for a week adventure. But That's fair. Um, Josh, this side of the portal is less than a day's travel from here, right? Yeah. Okay, so it wouldn't take us that long to go back to the Eremos? Uh, is that the other town? Yes. So, yeah, so it wouldn't take us that long to go back there, yeah. check up and give a status report, and then come back here to go check out Faytown? That, that is correct. It's like half day's journey. Maybe a little less now that you know where you're going, you're not following tracks. All right, so you guys want to head back and check out the whole base? I think so, yeah. What say you, Lawrence and Ulian, if you're heading back, you head back, check on the home base. Uh, me and Lance will head up to the... Uh, the kobolds, so I can have a little chat with the kobolds, and then we can uh, 
meet back up where we originally set up our encampment. That sounds good. If there's also a way at some point we can find a map of this area so we can better piece out where it is in relation to the other portal. I mean, I'm making one as far as what we can, but when I checked last session, there wasn't a good map. So you're, oh. you're, you're actively making a map though, right? Yeah, I'm the cartographer. Just remember that I also, because of my, my job, I, I forgot to say it last night, but every night before I go to bed, I take extensive and detailed notes about everything we've done, people we've encountered, and also the behaviors of Lance, Ulian, and Lawrence, because that's right. my official job. Sounds good. I'll touch one of my people at Wilkins Thorfoot is there with you guys. So you guys are going to split up, and Lauren and Lance are going to go back to the Cobalts, and not Lawrence, Lance and Lauren are going to go back to the Cobalts, and Lawrence and Yulian are going back to the main base. Yeah, they're going back to main base to check in, let people know what's going on, and I was just going to go so that we didn't have to do a whole pit stop, basically going to go with Lance and go, hey, they're not going to do anything. Stop your raids for a month. Basically the same thing without intimidation, hopefully, to say, hey, cease all hostilities for a month. We're going to fix this and basically try to get a word from the kobold that they will also stop things because that way we have the word of both leaders that we have the rest of the month to get this fixed. Right. Um, to go back to the kobolds, knock on the door, take some time for the door to open up, uh, and the elder is there, and uh, he hears your spiel, and like, I have no plans to attack. We have enough supplies for several weeks. If you're able to set up the trader out, we won't have to bother them ever again. Uh, that That is the goal. Um, there's a couple things afoot. So me and Lance, if we could take up your offer of hospitality, we'll stay here um, while we wait for Lawrence and, and uh, Julian, if that's okay. He hesitates, but nods and yes, you may stay here until they arrive. Oh, I and I don't mean within your walls. I mean just our our we're gonna reset up the encampment just just beyond your walls. I just wanted to let you know why we were set up there. That is appreciated. Thank you. Um, so you guys uh go and set up camp while Lawrence and Julian are heading back. Unless there was anything else you wanted to do, Lauren. Nope, that was it. I just wanted to make sure there's no hostilities. Okay. Uh, so you go back to the porter room. It takes about four hours. So you were able to shave some time off the trip, uh, and then everything is how you left it. Go back to the town. Uh, the major domo, as you walk up, like, where have you guys been? Very busy, to say the least. Uh, what, what, what's your status report? What's going on here? Well, I went and talked to the town guard. They didn't really seem to believe me, but they said they had sent someone around to look at this supposed threat to the town, as they said. But I look over at, at Lawrence, but like, town guard? Wait, what? The, the town guard think there's a threat? So I, I took a precaution that they should keep an eye on this side of the portal in case anyone else comes through it and is a threat to the town. Oh. Well, let's go tell them that uh, the messenger 
got a report from a very drunken patron, so they don't come snooping around our very sensitive operation, <laughs> would be my say. The major Domo looks exasperated. Now you want me to go and tell him that I lied? Or that, no, not that I lied, that the patron lied about the... Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> a not very weird shipment of ale. Uh, it, it could just, it could just be. So it sounds like the town guard didn't believe you. So it could just be when nothing materializes, they think that this is a non-issue and they ignore it. That is possible. I could tell them when they come around if they come around. Sounds good. Yeah, just make them go away. Just tell them that we did. We were warning them as a precaution, but it turns out that there really isn't anything dangerous. And I forget, uh, Lawrence, what was the other thing that you wanted him to do? Something to do find information. Oh, yeah. I had recorded the writing that we found in the portal room, and I wanted him to see if he could identify and translate that if they had any kind of um like research library in town i uh, dropped off the writing and said and they said someone would look at it but the person i talked to had never seen it uh, i went ahead and paid them for them to actually do it, it just a few gold to do some research but they're not as well as a crypt as like the halibrand university or something like that and that's fair. This far out, there's only so much that can be expected, but I I thought there was a chance. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I haven't heard back from them yet. It's only been a few days. Two days? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, if if they do find anything, let us know. But yeah, we've um, I relayed what we have found, and I do make note that some of the architecture and stonework in the Kobold Warren seems to be similar, so it whoever built this it's like the same people as connected somehow so this could be a more widespread thing hmm sounds like you stumbled on something sounds like you stumbled upon something that rather nefarious and not what we were expecting right at least. you've been here for a while right a couple months does this sound familiar to you? Like, has anyone in this area, have you heard reports out here of people acting strange and greedy assholes towards each other? No more than the usual merchants. I guess I haven't heard rumors of the Northern Kingdom, uh, Varin, and I, and they sound like they're getting more defensive and building up, uh, an army, but those are just rumors. They've always been kind of reclusive, but it's their major trading partner for for this area, and that's why the town here has been building up and repairing their walls and recruiting more people into the military. But, so that kingdom is that the one that the Goblin Town is a part of, or is it a different one? It's a different one. Okay. Is this town a part of that? This town's not part of that kingdom either, right? No. They're just neighbors? Yeah, and they date Unknowing. Unknowingly. There's someone I want to go see, uh, Lawrence. 
So uh, I'm going to let you finish catching up the Major Domo. I'm going to take like two steps, and then I'm going to like turn around and go, oh, by the way, uh, Major Domo, one more thing. Uh, we need you to start figuring out the logistics for setting up a trade route roughly, I don't know, six hours away for about 500 cobalts. I know you can handle it, and I turn around and I keep walking. <laughs> well, Lauren sees him raise, like, he'd get, like, a surprise look, like, what? And he, he looks over at Lawrence, what? I, so, these cobalts <laughs> um, could use some supplies, and they have access to precious metals for trade, so this could be a lucrative opportunity for you. Oh, um, sorry, out of character real quick, Josh, or Beldorn, I don't remember, know if you remember what I said I did off time, but I don't know if the Major Dome was going to bring up to them that after dealing with syndicate stuff in town, I made it clear that we are the people to come to if there's any syndicate act activities and made ourselves the uh, anti-syndicate group oh, here in town. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I just, I just want to remind you that I did that in case Major Domo had any information for them about that. Because I did that after they'd already gone through the portal. <laughs> okay. That, that's Thank you for reminding me. There is a criminal element that he is aware of, but... It's not usually his forte, so oh. he didn't doesn't know if there's a syndicate or not. Oh no, I just I I know I'm not there. I was just in case there have been any issues due to the fact that I was helping people out deal with the criminal element in town, and oh, then okay. it kind of made us targets for the criminal element, probably. All right, I'll okay. keep that in mind. Lawrence, did you have everything else before Eulene goes off and does his thing? No, not that I can think of. So I think I know what you're going to do. Sure. To find them, do I do a perception or investigation roll? What do you want? No, you, it's only been a couple of days. You remember where they were. Okay. And yeah, uh, you get back. To, you get back to the that market area, and uh, same thing that was going on is still going on, except it's a little bit busier now because it's afternoon. I want to go up to that that kid that I saw. You know, uh, take some stuff, and I want to be like. Yeah, not not in public, but after he done was one of his like operations, like be waiting for him in the alleyway that he goes into. And I'd be like, "Neat trick." Looks up at you because he's a kind of like a a teenager, a little bit short, kind of scruffy. Like, I don't know. What I mean, wh who? What do you want? Listen. I know what you're up to, and I have no intention of reprimanding you. In fact, I have ideas that can improve it. So we can go bouts if you'd like, or you can just take me straight to who you work for. Uh, I ain't working for nobody. I'd like to write something in, like, Thieves Can't, you know? He looks at it like, but I don't know you. But you recognize the symbol. Claire drew yes. Right. So I'm a very... Listen, all I can tell you is that I know very particular people. And the more time you waste, the more you're making them angry. So I have connections that need to be connected. So help me out. Or I'll make sure that they find you. Tell you what. You tell me what you want to tell them, and maybe I'll help you out. Do you know someone by the name of Dioxus? No. It's 
for the best thing. Wait, listen, I have to leave uh, on a very important work. So in the next hour, I'm going to be leaving for probably about a week. You can set up a meeting in about a week's time. All right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll see you in about a week. Who are you anyways? Uh, you can call me Faust for now. Faust? Yeah. What a peculiar name. I get that pretty often. How much gold do I have on me? I don't know. And then I'll give him ten gold. He, his eyes kind of show up like, uh... Hmm. And then he gains his composure again, takes the gold, and like, Thanks. I'm, uh, Cornelius the Runner Ainsley. Pleased to make your acquaintance. Thank you, Cornelius. I know you won't let me down. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, I'm very aware of certain things that are happening in this town to uh, stop the syndicate. And I'm kind of a bit of the man on the inside. So I, uh, that'll be something to throw in the sweet in the offering. He, he doesn't give away his poker face. He has a poker face on right now. Oh, okay. I thought. And then I, then I go back to the, the home thing. Home base. Okay. <laughs> so it is 3.55. Uh, it's a really good time to end, so we're going to end here. Yeah.